Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning, beautiful people. It is Monday, the 11th of December. Welcome to TDA, the day after, your favourite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. Right? <laughs> as usual, you're hosted by the best and brightest in the business. Everybody introduce yourself, please. They call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, yeah, yeah. TDA producer and news analyst. Right. And of course, the melanin is jam-packed. Well, ain't that right. And I am your boy, six foot plus of pure temptation, big marsh from the east side of the bridge. And we got Brenty Lenty 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brenty Lenty 2020. I can't get that right, you know. I'll never be able to get that right. You will. Well, I don't want you to. <laughs> 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 the moment you've remembered it, it means you've said it too much. I'm gonna store it. I'm gonna store it. Oh God, man! Everybody, all right? This Monday morning. Yeah, everything's good. You sure? Yeah, weekend was cool. How was your weekend? I was with my son. How was your Friday? It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't in on Friday, was I? No. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It was an accident. Mm. Something came up. And I couldn't share the information because I haven't got clearance. <laughs> <laughs> not privy to that information <laughs> right now. Was it a good show? Yeah, it was good, man. It was good. We had Laura um, back again. Was you here the first time when Laura came, when we were talking about Congo? Yes. Yeah, yeah, she came back again. But this time it was much more about her and her like career. She's a psychotherapist and author. Oh, I wanted to be here for that one as well. You know. Yeah, so it was a good one, man. Another good one. All right, then. No special guest today? Nope, not today. That's all right. That's all right. right what was your weekend like, Brent? Yeah, I filmed Pen Game this weekend. It was good. I got, um, actually, can I announce it now? Because I haven't set up the, tic the ticket link. So basically, mm. I'm bringing the tournament back. Okay. Yeah. Um... It's going to be in front of a live audience. So the tournament's called the Road to Wembley. So mm. the final's going to be in Wembley Box Park. Jesus. But I've got all the um, group stages in Box Park in Croydon. First one's going to be January 21st. Mm. So when I get the ticket link, I'll put it in the description. So people can get it. It's totally free as well. Six, totally six, free. Six. You just got to sign up and you can pull up. And What's the capacity? 150 in there or something, but I'm giving away way more tickets than that because I'm gonna, I'm unruly. Oh, you want to do the <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but it's not, it's not a motive that you would recommend me coming to, right? I'd recommend anybody coming there. No, I, I hear that if it is that you want to have a, a great experience, but it's gonna be sweaty and stuff in there. No, man, Pots Pots big. And oh, I'm not talking about the end, I'm talking about the entire tournament. Like, then, oh, the rule to the tournament, yeah, but we're just doing one group on the on. January 21st, then I'll do another one in February, another group in April. Just the finals not till like 
I think it drops in like May or June or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put it up. It'll be yeah. good to come and see them live though. It's fun. It's a dope day. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've seen a lot of men in there. Yeah, there's galley in there as well, you know. They're just usually behind the camera. Ah, okay. But yeah. it's a it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed crew. It'll be fun. It's fun. It's entertaining. So anybody that wants to pull up can do that. Um, yeah, this tournament's gonna be big as well, man. Giving the winner five grand. Nice, nice. Yeah, we're doing that. Really good talent um, coming through there, to be honest. Yeah, no, no, they're proper, man. They've been working hard on that as well. They impressed me. What else was I going to say as well? I can't remember, man. This week's going to be a bit hectic for me, man. Mm. Because I got the live show on the weekend. Okay, okay. And for whatever reason, I'm always like... Like going down to the wire. Mm. I always leave things to like last minute to sort out. It's like I don't. It's like I get. A, it's like I get a rush out of it or something. I don't know why I do it because there's no real reason. Mm. There's no real excuse as to why I'd be leaving things to last minute. Apart from like it, it's like it forces me to perform. I don't like it though because there's things that I haven't sorted out yet that I should have sorted out that I could have sorted out ages ago. And I've waited till this week. Mm. Is it definitely going to get sorted out? Of course, always. These two. All right. <laughs> There's always, 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 always. Is it then going to affect other programs that you have running? No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we shall be fine. You know what Good. I'm saying? We shall be fine. I'm here. Looking forward to it, man. Going to be dope. Yeah, man. That's about it, man. That's about it for me. Everybody else, all right? Yeah. You need to get some tickets away, though. We do need to get some tickets away. Mm. Okay, so while the show's running, because obviously you're the creative genius here, can you just think of a few ways we can give it? We've got two tickets to give away on here. You hear that, AI? Uh, AI <laughs> gets to working, man. <laughs> we got we got a few tickets to give away. Get creative. Get creative, please help me, because I was thinking about it, and I just, I don't know, I don't know what to do. But they're there, they're ready. So if anybody can make it to um, Birmingham on the 16th, that's this Saturday, mm-hmm. pull all the way up. Or maybe if you're from up that way, it's easier for you. I don't know, but AI, please, yeah, get some working because I don't know what to do. But we've got five days to get rid of them. Mm. So that's cool. That works. Cool. All right, well, we're ready to get into the show. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Let's read these headlines out. It's a good weekend of football, though. <laughs> that's debatable. Uh, Tariq you know, is in the, in the chat. He's an Aston Villa man. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's an Aston Villa man. And we never see him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now he's here. Now he's saying, good morning, beautiful people. Video <laughs> <laughs> are moving different, though. Different. But you know what? We'll talk that. We'll different. Talk. That's good, though. That's good. We'll chop it up in the yeah. show. All right, so our first headline. Uh, the Qatari Prime Minister said that Israel's bombardment of Gaza is narrowing the window for a new truce. Speaking at the Doha Forum, Sheikh Mohammed bin Abdulrahman Al Thani said that Qatar would continue its efforts. That was good, didn't it? That was good. <laughs> I have to clip that up. <laughs> <laughs> really tapped into the nation, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he said he would continue its efforts to pressure um, both sides into a ceasefire. The Gulf state uh, played a key role in negotiating the week long pause in violence at the end of November, which allowed the release of hostages. Israeli PM Benjamin Netanyahu said on Sunday that the war is in full swing. He said in recent days, dozens of Hamas terrorists have surrendered and were laying down their weapons and handing themselves over to our heroic heroic fighters. He also said that this is the beginning of the end for Hamas. 
The comments came as the humanitarian crisis in Gaza continues to worsen. On Sunday afternoon, the Hamas-run health agency in Gaza said almost 18,000 Palestinians have now been killed. Next headline, and the Foreign Secretary, David Cameron, has been putting in work, man. Apparently he made a threat. Is it? Yeah, man. So he's threatened to withdraw a cooperation with Scottish ministers after the um, Prime Minister, Hamza Youssef, met with the Turkish um, president, uh, Mr. Erdogan. So the First Minister met the Turkish president at the COP28 without a UK official present, which Lord Cameron said was a breach of protocol. It comes amid ongoing tensions between Scotland and the UK government over meetings with foreign officials. A spokesperson for Mr. Youssef said a UK official was invited to the meeting. Meanwhile, UK government source said that uh, was speaking to the BBC and said that Lord Cameron wants to take a harder line approach than his predecessor James Cleverly. Foreign affairs are reserved to the UK government, but the devolved nations are allowed to engage internationally on devolved competencies. The BBC has a, has seen a letter which Lord Cameron who returned to the cabinet as foreign secretary last month, which obviously we spoke about, has written to the SNP's external affairs secretary, Angus Robertson. In that letter, Lord Cameron said that the Scottish government had assured the FCDO, which is the Foreign Commonwealth and Development Office, that it would give sufficient advance notice of the meeting with Mr. Erdogan. He said it was to allow one of his officials to attend the meeting and was not done. It also says in a letter that the absence of an FCDO official at this meeting contravenes the protocol in our guidance on the FCDO support to devolved government ministers overseas visits. Any further breaches of the protocol of ministerial meetings have an FCDO uh, official present will result in no further FCDO facilitations of meetings or logistical support. We also need to consider the presence of Scottish government offices in UK government posts. And our last headline, Sadiq Khan is back in the news. And this guy, let me be a bit nicer to him, the mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, has opened uh, the capital's <laughs> first new mainland station in a decade. Brent Cross, West, Brent Cross West will be served by a Thameslink train, which will run to St. Pancras, with journeys taking as little as 12 minutes. City Khan stepped off a surface from St. Pancras and through the ticket barriers as he opened the new station on Sunday to chairs of um, Hip Hip Hooray, Brent Cross West, from local residents and councillors from Brent and Barnet. Guess how much this pro project costs? Let's see. 490 million pounds. And this was due, um, this project was due to take place in 2030, but was brought forward to, to put infrastructure in place before thousands move into new homes. Direct Thameslink services will run to Luton Airport Parkway and Farringdon, providing a link to the Elizabeth Line. Six trains will run every hour on weekdays and Saturdays, with eight at peak times. Yes, people in the area will be happy. If they yeah. show they're working out, I don't think they'll get to 490 million though. They always do this. So, yeah, there's always something. Always something. As in inflate the numbers? Yeah, I just don't... When they do that with the cost and stuff like that, I just mm. don't... I know they probably take into account, like... Um, like they probably didn't spend 490 million on it. There mm. might be days where, because of working, something mm. had to close and delay, and they say, oh, that day we lost that on oh, yeah, this yeah. much money, and yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But they probably... Moved the receipts that they spent for 490 million. Whoever's involved with that project, them and their brethren have just got bare big P's <laughs> and bare big payoffs and all that. They're, cause they're crooks, man. Always happens. There's always going to be inefficiencies, man, when the government try and do everything for you. But this is what it is, man. So here we are. <laughs> all right, then, man. Let's get into what you saying topic of the day. 
All right, so today's topic of the day, yeah. I feel like it, it may not be the longest one, to be fair, but I feel like it's a bit of an interest, interesting one and hopefully gives us some food for thought, right? Um, you don't know Tyler, yeah? The artist. Yes. Cool. What do you guys think of her? I don't know much about her. I just know she got that Wallace song. Mm-hmm. Good song. Yeah, it's a good song. <laughs> but you know Tyler? Yeah. Okay. What colour is Tyler? Uh, I don't know the answer to this. <laughs> Lovely little coloured girl. Okay. She's coloured, right? Now, that's obviously controversial to uh, some people. There was an uproar. There was loads of uproar. Yes. And you know, obviously, the, the ones with the biggest voices were the Americans. Uh, right? No doubt. <laughs> and for those who don't know, basically, um, she had a video on TikTok um, before she was even famous. Like, I think she was like 21 or something. And she was talking about, oh, she's basically a proud colored girl. I, I'm a South. So she said, I'm a colored South African. Right, that was in the caption or whatever it may be. Now people's obviously now seen it, and they're saying, "Wait a minute, how are you calling yourself coloured?" And obviously the Americans are now talking about how this is obviously a term, it's a slur, it's derogatory, all this type of stuff that happened in America, and they're putting that all onto her and other people who identify as coloured. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask the question today: uh, Did Americans have a point, or are they talking nonsense? And why? They're just doing that whole American thing, innit? They're just doing that main character thing. Because I think they need to look into the mirror. You get me? The way they be throwing around M-bombs all day. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Talking about they reclaimed it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just different. It's just different. It's different cultures, innit? Mm-hmm. It's yep. different cultures. Everybody, like, you know, like we live in like a little vacuum or in our little fishbowls and we think that the world evolves around us. When it doesn't, there's different cultures all over the place. So there's loads of people from that part of the world who talk like that, who who refer to themselves like that, who don't see it as derogatory or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's just their thing, isn't it? Obviously, when you put it out on a world scale, it opens it up for um, having people's opinions and different opinions and stuff like that. But I don't think... Maybe just hearing it first... first First time off the bat, if you're not used to that kind of language, I can understand why it's a bit shocking. But if you do a bit of research and look into it and listen to the people that are from there, then Mm -hmm. I'm saying let them land, isn't it? But do you feel like um, if an American says, well, they just don't know better, do you think that's a valid thing to say? No, because if you say that to Americans, they get upset. 100%. 100%. Okay, cool. So when... Obviously, a lot of people are, uh, well, at least colored people would basically say, obviously, they've reclaimed the word. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it meant a derogatory type of thing. It, it didn't even really, really mean a derogatory type of thing. It was mainly just a way of kind of, I guess, grouping people who were mixed, right? I always thought it was a pretty pleasant way of trying to say it, if that makes sense. Like, you see that? <laughs> you see, like, mm-hmm. the, old, the old white people who, like, who ain't quite got to grips with what you can and what you can't say yet. Yeah. When they say coloured, they think that's like the good version. Like they they yeah, think yeah. they're doing the, mm-hmm. the proper things. Like, oh yeah, the little coloured lad. They think, mm-hmm. you get me? As far as they're, they're not, they're, I don't think they say it with like malice in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I, I, well, well, you know. But then again, in 2023, why are they still saying coloured? You ain't never seen that on TV or nothing. Huh? Like no one's saying that, especially in the UK though. Are you mad? That's in why, why are they still saying it in 2023? Because they're not old. On TV. I was at um, <laughs> I was at, um, 
I was at, where was I the other day? West Ham Arsenal game. Mm. I was in the box and three of their legends came up. Some old strikers. These men are old. Like in their prime, racism was, was cooking. You get what I'm saying? And they was talking about the club and stuff. And then they was talking about their striker problem and talking about how much they love Antonio. But obviously, I think he might have been injured at the time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to one of these old white men. I don't know who he is. He's a West Ham He's a West Ham striker. I don't know who he is. He must have played in the 30s or the 40s or something. I don't know. I don't know his name. We're reasoning. And then they was talking about the strikers. And he started talking about one striker that's coming up through the youth team. And he was raving about him and like mm-hmm. like loving him and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. And then he was telling me his name. And I'm saying, oh, yeah, I don't know him. He goes, oh, no, I need to see him. And he's great, man. Like, Pat Rose just said that. Um, he said, little coloured kids and all that. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay. Move the sun before you slip before the girl slips. But when he said it, oh no, ignorance is bliss. Like obviously, and I can't speak for a man, but like when he said it, he wasn't he wasn't doing that. If that makes sense, like he was in his mind, he was being genuine. In his mm. mind, he felt he probably felt like that was mm-hmm. that was the better version. Mm. If that makes sense, I don't know why they would feel. Awkward saying that like, black kid or something. Mm. Do you think that's what it is? I don't know. Do you think that like, they might feel that might be that like, derogatory or something? I think so. For some for some reason, or it could just be that that particular person talking about his mixed race. No, he's not. He's not. No. Okay. Mm. That's why they say in South Africa they're saying the, the color thing is more of a mixed race yeah. for mixed race people. Mm-hmm. So you've got black people who are just indigenous South Africans. Mm. You've got the whites who shouldn't be there. Then you've got the mixed <laughs> who are the coloreds. So they're black and white plus Indian as well and all that type of stuff. I don't know. And I, don't, I don't get involved because apartheid was serious over mm-hmm. there. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like, they are the poster child for all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You get me? So anybody that's, anybody that, that's their lived experience, mm-hmm. I can't really speak for them. You get yeah. what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And like, as, as crazy as it might sound that people are talking about it, they're reclaiming the word and they're... I think it's the same thing. It's the same thing for, 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 for the N-word. This is, this is basically where, where I want to go with it because... Why is it that we can claim the nigger, the N word, pardon me, and and then the the coloreds can't? What? Why? Why is it in their brain that doesn't compute though? Yeah, that's a tough one for me. Like I don't, I don't get, I don't, I don't get why why you wouldn't see it. Again, it's not for me to mm-hmm. to really like. Obviously, I'm here to give opinions or whatever, but it's not for me to judge these people. This ain't like I said. All that's not my lived experience. You know what I'm trying to say? Like I don't know how it is to be born and raised in South Africa. I don't know how mixed race people even see themselves with the how heavy the segregation was and the whole apartheid was. I don't know whether, the, like, I don't know what space and frame of mind they're in. You know mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say? So if that's their thing and that's what they're doing, mm-hmm. more power to them. I mean, it's not bothering me. It's just words at the end of the day. And again, it's literally, for me, it's literally, it's literally the same thing. Just mm. doing the, the Spider-Man meme. Whatever, 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 reasoning you can make in your mind mm-hmm. why it's cool to say the n-word then then mm-hmm. surely you could understand where they're coming from when they're calling themselves colored right what do you think about that do you see them as the same do you feel like um the americans really shouldn't be talking like what's your views on on the whole difference between the n-word and and the coloreds obviously i see colored the same way as the Americans see it. I'm from Trinidad, I was in the West Indies, so it was used in the same manner. Mm-hmm. Um, 
obviously the South Africans have their thing and it's now become a thing. I can't look to rip it from them, especially if it's that their identity is framed around that mm -hmm. and they don't want to depart from that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it is that there are any advocates for the the contrast or the counter within their particular community. I don't know. Mm. If anybody's campaigning to rid themselves of that word, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think some people are, though. But, the, but I think you get that everywhere that you go, though, innit? There's some people who don't want to be called black. You know what in, I mean? Um, in South Africa? No, like, just, like, here. Yeah. All over the world. Because what, what is, we'll get into that anyway, but what does it mean oh, to be black? Oh, you mean, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. All right. But is it is it a, is it a loud movement over there? I don't, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. I don't well, know if this it's a loud movement. This is what I'm like saying. That, I, I have no clue. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. But I I wouldn't want myself to be called colored mm. at all. Mm-hmm. But if you hear somebody else saying they're colored, I'll ask them like where this where they stand. Why why is it that they call themselves colored? Mm -hmm. I want to know if it is that they know the history, mm -hmm. and if they don't know the history, then cool. But if it is that they do and they still want to, then all right, let them mm -hmm. have it, right? Do you refer to yourself as an N word? Me? Yeah. In what context? I'm a real N word. I don't, isn't it? I don't speak like that. No. I'm a stand up. I don't speak like that. No. Huh? I don't speak like that. No. If somebody was referring to you like that, would you be... Who? You? Yeah. Then I would I'd respond. You'd be calm. You'd take yeah. it as a terminal yes. endowment. Mm. That's the same thing. Yeah. I'm just checking. Because <laughs> you wouldn't want to be called coloured, but you want to be called the end That's fine. That's not so what I said. If I said you was a real coloured, if I said you was a... If you called me a coloured boy, <laughs> I would laugh. <laughs> 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 Um, Brent, there's a link in there. Yeah. Uh, I think link one, if you don't mind playing it. But yeah, it, it just makes me think, um, well, I mean, I've said this on the show a few times, but to be fair, when it comes to like- Another day of Americans trying to victimize themselves. Let's get into it. So Superstar Tyler released a remix for her exactly. Travis Scott. No, and this unleashed- Another, another day of Americans trying to victimize themselves. Let's get into it. So superstar Tyler released a remix for her global hit Water with Travis Scott. And this unleashed the floodgates of race discourse, specifically around the term colored. Tyler identifies as colored and has worn that proudly, but Americans have pushed back against this because of the historical meaning of the term colored in the US. But they failed to realize time and time again is that colored people have existed for centuries in South Africa, creating their own language, culture, and lifestyle. In South Africa, colored people are their own ethnic group, just like black and white people. What's most infuriating about this conversation is Americans constantly seem to demean and belittle us for trying to explain this difference, showing more signs of anti-African and African hate more than anything else. So tell us what you think about this below. We'd love to know. Who who do you think should be able to say something is bad? So, for example, is it is it possible for me to call myself something, not know the history, kind of be ignorant to all, all of that stuff around the word, and you come along and educate me on it? Should, should like, are you in a, ever in a position to do so, or should it always be down to the person who's calling themselves that particular thing to decide when they don't want to use it anymore? Um. I think it's down to the people who's using it and how they want to use the word and how they want to receive it, and it's nobody else's place to tell them to tell them that. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Again, if there's a whole, if there's if there's a whole culture there, mm -hmm. you know, and and again, for me personally, I don't really care how anybody feels. Mm -hmm. 
it's the exact same as using the N-word. I don't need to make any argument for colour apart from the fact that the N-word exists and yeah. it's used in the way that it's used. And anybody, however they feel about that, that's on them, innit? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So they're just doing the whole Spider-Man meme thing. So for me, per like it doesn't matter about whatever the, the negative connotations, the meaning of the word, whatever all this stuff. All of that literally doesn't matter because it doesn't matter when it's the N-word. Mm. You get me? Because you don't mm -hmm. like it in your songs and things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? So for me, it's literally, ain't no problem. Mm. It's, it's interesting because she's looking to play her, her ways in... America, mm. right? And they have they are vehemently against that, as in the use of the word because of the history. Mm. So when in Rome, no, no, because she's not. She's she tried to conquer America, but she's South African. When whenever she's done with her world tour and her world domination, she's going back home. This is her culture. This is what she knows, isn't it? So mm. it's not it's not going to change. Mm. Why is it going to Why is it going to change for her? And again, I'm not. I'm when not I speaking from a place of I knowledge, when though. In Rome, when I say when in Rome, the same way how if I am mindful that a black person doesn't like me using the N-word around them, mm. then I wouldn't use it around them. That's what I mean. Yeah, even, but it can't be something that I, I refer to myself mm. as. Even if that's your identity. That's my identity. Like, what's that got to do with you? That's just like, like there's, we, we have bare identity um, issues and identity politics going on. How people can identify as whatever they want. Hello. Good morning. Morning. You got to go back. Are they here? Hello. Are you activated already? Yeah. I think it's still connecting. Oh. All right. I didn't know that there's coloured people in South Africa even have to say like their own language and stuff. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. I didn't know that. So that's like a whole community based. Mm -hmm. That's. That, that's that's entrenched in their thing. That sounds like that's been they've been doing that f for generations. Mm -hmm. If there's a whole culture, a whole style, a whole feel, a whole language, that's on them, innit? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? So then who is who is, who are we now to project from the outside looking in, talking about what and what they can and can't do or who they can you can identify as anything you want in this Ross Clark day and age. It's true. It'd be interesting to find out like how that language was formed. If you say they have their own language, how was that formed? If in the first I, place, I just saw that I just I just said that from that clip in that video. I didn't. If in the first place they were called colored just because they were a different hue, a different shade than mm -hmm. the normal blacks. And again, don't you think that's different? Because we would know or see people being called colored and all that, and that's referring to just all black people or like or, or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Over there, I'm saying the black people would be referring to people as colored as well. So don't you yeah. think? Don't you, so don't you think that also? Don't you think that gives it a different, mm. puts a different tinge on it? If that makes so sense. Is that accurate, that Emmanuel? Yeah. So when it was instituted or mm -hmm. established, the white man was calling the black man black man, and then they were calling the mixed colored. Colored. colored yeah. They were calling the black man black man. Yeah. I think Are you they, sure? They just call him black. Well. Or, or niggas or whatever derogatory term for black in it. <laughs> but there was a distinction basically between blacks and coloreds people, people who are mixed. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough then. So it's mm. it's mixed race then. Yeah, yeah. Like the equivalent of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, not yeah. the equivalent of nigger. As in the colors, no. It's No, it's the equivalent of nigger for mixed race people. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga could just mean all of us. <laughs> you know what I'm wait, wait, wait. No, it's not. It was, well, from what you're saying, it mm. isn't. Why? If you're saying the distinction mm-hmm. that was set in stone was that you were different to black, mm-hmm. and you said that the white man was calling the black man a black man, mm-hmm. then it's mixed race. It's the equivalent to mixed race. Yeah, it describes mixed race people. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. But, but it's just for them. Yeah. But it's not a slur, is it? It's like half class. No, slur. no, no. That's, that's, that's the point. Exactly. It's not a slur. Well, one could say. But it I'm, I thought it slur. was a slur in, I, in the beginning. I think, yes. I think started as that. But they have now adopted it. It's theirs. It's a real thing that all of them call themselves and find no offense in it. You know what I'm saying? They've really reclaimed it. There's no. Exactly. They probably reclaimed it better than. Black people reclaim the N-word. You know what I'm saying? It's their distinct thing. What if they have their own language? It's, exactly. And again, niggas have their own language. I'm telling you. <laughs> 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 That's true. Niggas be niggering, mate. I wish somebody from um, South, South Africa, Africa with a, a penchant for like historical mm. knowledge in that particular field would call in, but I don't know if it is. We stretch that far. Oh, we don't know what the reach is like. Mm. South on. African people, beautiful people out there, call up, call up. Yeah, I'm sure there's someone from 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 SA in the yeah. chat, isn't it? Yeah. Know, what's the time over there comments. though? I think they might be like what a couple of hours in front, you know. Yeah, see, it's all right, man. Mm. Call in, man. Let us know or if there's any so. historians out there. Mm-hmm. Would um, it be the same if if, if mixed race people over here was went to call themselves hardcasters? Hmm. I think so. Danielle just sent me something. Um, let me read it out. The team, sorry, the term "coloured" in South Africa has a complex history and specific connotations, distinct from its usage in other parts of the world. Here's an overview. Uh, one, colonial era and apartheid. The term "coloured" was formerly used during the apartheid era in South Africa to categorize people of mixed racial descent. This included individuals with a mix of black African, white, Malaysian, Indian, Kojan, and other ancestry. The apartheid regime, regime, sorry, which lasted from 1948 to the early 1990s, was notorious for its racial, rigid racial classifications and segregation policies. Two, legal and social implications. Under the apartheid law... Good morning, Colin. Good morning. Good morning. 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 Um, who's speaking and what are your thoughts? Hi, it's Mother Booth, Melissa. I've been outside. I haven't been in the chat for a long time. I'm back. <laughs> big up, big I am up. South African, so let me tell you a little bit about it. Yeah, rise again, <laughs> rise again. You have to rise again for the third time because we are starting to see a legacy. Behavior, no behavior. All right, then. Yeah, walls, <laughs> man. Dead, dead. And we got you for the outside. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I just sounded like um, good vibes. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, no, that's not offensive. That's what the people, the mixed people, them are called in South Africa. That's who they call themselves. They even represent themselves as 
coloured, so it's not an offence. I don't know, whatever. I just reached in. I'm at work, so I just chipped in and I just said, yeah, my people are... No problem. So, no, it's not like that. It's not a... It's not incriminating to call them. It's who they are. Would it matter who's... would, so would it matter where it's coming from? Would it matter if a white person's calling them coloured or a black person's calling them coloured or it doesn't matter across the board? Like, no, like... because it's where they come from. They're coloured, they call themselves because they came to our country, remember, to come and finesse our goods. So that's who they call themselves, first of all. So that's how we go with it. So we refer to them as how they call themselves. Okay, then. Big up, Iman. I can hear you, sir. <laughs> How are you, Esther, big up, sister. What you say? Esther, big up her, too. Yeah, big up, big up. Yeah, I didn't come here to talk too much. I just came here to say I haven't been here for a long time, but big up, everyone. None of that in South Africa. Everybody is called a colored. If that's who they want to favor, that's how we call them. Mm. That's how they came with it. That's how they came to to the country to do whatever they're doing. So sorry if I'm off topic, but that's how it is. Anyway, guys. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank you. Appreciate it. outside. Bye. <laughs> All right. All right, so I'll continue. Legal and social implications. Under apartheid laws, the colored classification carried specific legal and social implications. People classified as colored had different rights and restrictions compared to black Africans and whites. This included limitations on where they could live, work, and the type of education they could receive. Hmm. Uh, number three, cultural identity. Over time, the term colored also came to represent a distinct cultural identity. People classified as colored developed their own unique traditions, languages like Afrikaans, and social structures, influenced by their diverse heritage. Number four, post-apartheid era. After the end of apartheid in the early 1990s, the term continued to be used by many people to self-identify, despite its association with a painful and oppressive past remains a complex term embodying both a reminder of racial segregation and sense of unique cultural identity. Number five, contemporary perspectives. In contemporary South Africa, perspectives uh, on the term vary widely. Some embrace it as part of their heritage, while others reject it due to its origins in a system of racial classification and discrimination. And finally, global context. It's important to note that the term colored in South Africa has a different context and history compared to its use in other countries where it might be considered outdated or offensive. Mm. Mm. There you go. Thank you very much, um, Daniel. So you have you do have people um, who are fighting against it. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's historical. It is interesting. I guess they would have a particular... But yeah, yeah, I guess... I think we should bring back colored over here, man. Mm. Yeah, you want to be called coloured? I don't care. Oh, the reactions are back. They're not. Well, they're taking the two their time. Try it again. Doing no, I ago. pressed something. Try it again. Yeah. Mm. So I actually took it off because I didn't like it popping up because I can't use it when I'm looking to clip stuff up. But now it's off now. You can't do it again. Go on. Mm. See? It's a button now. I like the option. So you want it back because you want to be called coloured? Huh? Huh? Yeah, I don't mind. 
Doesn't matter. Would, you, would, you, would you participate in learning a new language? Or starting a new language? Well, Afrikaans? No. <laughs> no. It would be different, right? Surely. Because Afrikaans is a mix of South African, I'm guessing. But you know what? I can't do that because I don't fall, I don't fit into the criteria. So I'm not mixed. Mm. <laughs> well, what? What? Colored is mixed people. Yeah, but essentially your genes don't lie. There's somebody in there that's white. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Told you, Middle Eastern. What is it? Hmm? Middle Eastern? Um, Syria and Kuwait and them places. Oh, Israel. The original. The All original. right, then. The original Hebrew. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I'll start referring to myself as that, you know. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but yeah, man, I-, I wanted to ask, yeah, because obviously, you can see how the same word means different things to different people, yeah, mm. completely, and it's about the same sort of issue about race, identity, and things of that nature. Right, and obviously all of this kind of stems from, or at least you wouldn't necessarily say any of these words without in your in the back of the mind thinking about an oppressor of some sort, right? Yeah. So the question is, do you feel like all these words, basically, we give these words too much meaning? I mean, words are important and they are powerful, but it's not to say they've got too much meaning. Some some words got different meanings. The same words have different meanings to different people. Mm-hmm. That's what the problem is. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So it's just about how you receive it how you how you how you how you receive it mm. you know what i mean i don't know if i have to say that giving words too much meaning because again like words are powerful yeah they do they do mean something or do you feel like perhaps maybe they don't have enough meaning then maybe there could be that you know i would like to hear i don't know if anybody wants to call up i know the numbers of the chat somewhere oh yeah i put a number back in the chat i would like to i would be interested in hearing someone that has got issue with the colored word mm but can try and convince me that the N-word is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be interesting. I want to see, I want to see that kind of mindset. Because I'm sure there's people out there. Yeah, we call them Americans. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you understood what he was asking for. <laughs> no, but there's probably English people that feel like that as well, though. I don't know. I haven't read that. Mm. I haven't checked the temperature in the chat. Where are we at? Fernandes is talking about Aston Villa, to be honest. <laughs> 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 but yeah, but like um because also do you feel like it's the same as again like terms like black? Well is that a derogatory term now? No, what if it was? Because I mean to, to some people it would have been termed as a derogatory term. At the end of the day, ta- at the end of the day, it's not what you called yourself. So if someone comes in the room and just calls you something else and then with time it just sticks on you and you start calling yourself that, is that not exactly the same as colored or the N-word or anything else? Because you like White people or, or other people inter- saw you and called you something that you never called yourself. You know what I'm saying? Is maybe the pro- if we don't see it as derogatory, is the problem with us that we don't see it as derogatory? That's not what we was before we met you people. Well, white people white before they met us either. Probably not. No. And it's just it's just descriptive terms. But it just, doesn't it rob you of some sense of identity? Like, what's what really is the difference? Because there's some people. Look at the woman that we saw the other day. Um, that we put in done out here, he was saying, you're black. Mm. That meant something different to her. 
You know what I'm saying? The same word, but it meant it definitely meant something different. Yeah, it was weighted when she was saying it. Mm-hmm. I guess that's just because of how she sees black people, isn't it? Yep. But there would have been a time that where most people, mm, depending on who they met, to be fair. Because I think if they if they have met like the Moors and certain people like that and called them black, it would have been different. Or the Egyptians, right? But post meeting like West Africans meeting um, white, white Europeans and things of that nature, if they would have called us black, I don't think there would have been any positives in that. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely to make a distinction between them and us, but they knew what, what we were. Like, we were different tribes and we had names. But then you throw us all together, send us away, hundreds of miles away, and call us one thing. Why is it now, today, hundreds of years later, we're happy with that? And we call it that with no issue at all. Hmm. Well, you can speak to that, because you're, um, you're a knowledgeable man. You, you get me? You... um aware of history and stuff like that and you're proud to be black so where does that come from i think context though because like to me in a particular context yeah um obviously I'm, i claim being black i'm pro-black all that type of stuff but i know that that's it doesn't mean anything you know what i'm saying like what, what why am i black i'm a yoruba man that's that's what i am you know what i'm saying my people we call ourselves that and that's it but that's only in a particular context. So if somebody says to me, oh, I'm not black, I'm, I'm," and they mention their tribe, I would always thumbs up it. Because I understand, okay, you're you're thinking on a, cer- on a certain wavelength. You know what I'm saying? So do you, do you agree with them like Afro-Latina man who talking about they're not black? Like, I've seen I've seen that kind of stuff going around. Mm. I don't know if where these people from, maybe like, I don't want to say Honduras. Where are these guys from again? I can't remember where they're mm. from. But I know they're Afro-Latino. Mm-hmm. You get me? Because... Just from the hue of their skin, they're, they're black people. Yeah. But they're saying you can't, they don't want to be called black. They're saying I'm not black. Um, I think it depends though, because I think sometimes they don't want to be called black because they don't want to be associated with us. They see us in a particular light. So they're like, I'm not with these, these guys over there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I'm not the same as them. Whatever you're trying to do, I'm not them. You know what I'm saying? But if they meant it in the same way I'm meaning it, where it's like, cool, don't call me um, black. Call me, and it's specific to their tribe or specific to, to what. You know the the people were hundreds of years or thousands of years. Then it's a beautiful thing, but I think it, it's down to the in, the intention of the individual. So he said, "Don't call me black. Like you're not a black man. You're a Yoruba man mm-hmm. first. That's how you feel." So what about people that ain't got no tribe? This is where the context comes in. This is where I understand it, and so this is why I can identify being black because it's me understanding and wanting to. Uh, and like be part of that family that all of us are part of mm-hmm. and understanding we have one common oppressor, one common enemy. You know what I'm saying? But in a particular context outside of all of that, if I'm back home, it's, it's just like when uh, Esther's mentioned this many times before, like back home, no one says, oh, I'm black. It's not real. It's not, it means nothing back yeah. home. Because everyone's always looked this way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There was been nothing different. Everything that distinguished us was our tribes and our languages and how we carried out certain rituals and you know what I'm saying? Like everything that was unique to us. It's only in the global stage where that means something. And that's basically how my how I see it. I remember even what's your name? Kendrick must have said something in the line. He said, um what do you say? I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a Israelite. I ain't black no more. Mm. Da, 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 something, something, something. You know what I'm saying? And like, as soon as he said that, I was like, okay, cool, I understand exactly what you're talking about. Because what did, what does black mean? You know what I mean? So sometimes in a particular context, when you're labeled as black, 
you're robbed of your identity and robbed of any sort of real root system. You know what I'm saying? Because how how far does black go back? Yeah, but then also there's like you're talking about reclaiming words and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. there's a strong movement of black empowerment, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? So when people are working towards changing what the word means mm -hmm. and the connotations of the word, then it's the same thing at like the N word, isn't it? It's like it's reclaimed. It's just like I'm saying, it speaks to the other side of when you are being pro black and whatnot, whatnot. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not necessarily the same word now, isn't it? There's greatness in the black. Oh no, I'm not, I'm not saying there isn't any greatness in it. That's why I can still identify with it. You know what I'm saying? There's greatness, 100%. But it's not an identifier of what I am. Like if if you said, okay, he's black and went to his house, your experience would be completely different over there than the experience of this guy who calls himself black over there. This black is not a nationality. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. descriptive. That's, that's it. You know what I'm saying? This is why, and, and what's crazy about it is the fact that you can be black here in America, go to Sri Lanka, go to Australia where the Aboriginals are, and see someone blacker than you, and that person's not black. You know what I'm saying? They're not black because it's more than skin now. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? So I understand it, and it means a different thing. Is it, you know what I'm saying? In that, in that particular context, but again, it only goes back a few hundred years ago. My tribe maybe goes back thousands of years. You know what I'm saying? Like all of our identities are real things that's been carried on from generation to generation that mean something. So in a particular context, yes, I'm black and I'm proud of it and I'm pro-black 100% to the core. But at the same time, what does it mean? So essentially, you had a neighbor in Nigeria. Let's say you were born and lived in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. And that person was white. Where you say that you're not black, you say that you're Nigerian. They could also say they're Nigerian, right? If they were born in that, there. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Both of you and would they could be show me, And they could show me the passport and be Nigerian. And both of you will be Nigerian. And both the same way you Nigerian. say that you don't want to hail yourself as black, don't call me black, mm. call me Nigerian. No, but I wouldn't call myself call me Nigerian, not at all. I know Nigeria's fake. Before, <laughs> before, before what? Nigeria's not even 100 years old. So what would you want I'm a to Yoruba identify? Man. I'm a Yoruba. He right. can never. That white so man can never be that. Why can't he be a Yoruba man? No, he can't be. I'm asking. Not in his blood. Don't just say that. Because it's not in his blood. Suppose. Impossible. Right, where, where does it start? <laughs> from from thousands of years ago. Because are you saying that the first man was a Yoruba man? With the, everyone in life in the planet. Yes. I mean, it's quite likely. Because <laughs> <laughs> it had to start somewhere. Yeah. Right, and it started somewhere when a land was classified as Yoruba land. Yeah. Suppose way back when his mm -hmm. ancestor was next to your ancestor when you all decided to sit around campfire mm -hmm. eating dog. God forbid. <laughs> yeah, he's a white man. He's got four, five, six, seven generations. It may not even in be Europa. white though. It may not even be white because you say it's in the blood. So he could have been set with this particular savage pagan and decided, all right, cool, let's bring him in here and then continue the, mm -hmm. the lineage. See, oh, you're saying that you're Middle Eastern? It's <laughs> 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 to be true. It's just saying it's just by blood. The blood, could, you know, could dilute in all sorts. Mm. But he can call himself Yoruba man. Ah, uh, sorry, but um, that he's from Yoruba land. Shortly by those metrics. But he can't though. That's what I'm saying. Why? It's, 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 it's an ethnicity. Wait, 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 wait. 
Well, uh, wait, when you say it's an ethnicity, mm-hmm. I just told you how he can be a different hue, a different shade to you, and still be a Yoruba. Okay, okay, explain it to me again. How can he be a different so hue and shade? we need to go back to the very beginning. How did Yoruba <laughs> start? It would have come... The only way he's going to understand is if I go back, right? Okay, it, 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 okay. It. it might have been, for example, us migrating from... Let's just say we migrated from Sudan, right? Thousands of years ago, right? And we would have, we would have moved over there, maybe in search of something better, or this, that, and the third, whatever it may be, a group of them moved. And at that point in time, they would have come up with, obviously it would have happened over hundreds of years, right? But perhaps your own mythology, your own start, your own this, your own that, right? And everyone there would have identified as this is what we are. Plus the language would have, conf- would have confirmed that. It would have changed with time and everyone would have been on the same sort of understanding. It's the same way every culture is pretty much made, right? And then that's exactly what you would have been. Now, to be Yoruba would be only the people from that group coming out of them that's those are your people all right lovely mm-hmm. so you have a brother mm-hmm. right yeah. and that brother has decided to sleep with a danish girl mm-hmm. is the son or the daughter of that union yoruba potentially dependent depending on if they identify with us and if uh, if they do yeah and let's say that particular son has um another unsacred union <laughs> with another Danish woman <laughs> and it further gets diluted and it comes out white mm-hmm. and isn't that person also Yoruba if they d- decide to identify as that are they still with us by the way yes. or have they've gone to, still, da- no, to Denmark they pulled the, the Dane and they said come over here so these people are living alongside us yes then I, I think there would have to be a divide. They would have to be... Now you're going to classify it different. No, 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 no. It's the same thing. What I mean is they would have to be with us. Yes. They have to speak yes, our language yes. like us. Everything. And that's why I asked you in the first place, mm-hmm. if that person was born there, lived mm-hmm. there, their parents born there, lived there, yeah. and they're just uh, white, mm-hmm. wouldn't they be Yoruba? No, it, it would happen. It would have to happen over... I know. Yeah. That's why I said, let me trace it back to from, from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. When you all established that this was going to be Yoruba land. Yeah. And y'all can't say, well, y'all didn't make rules saying that you'll have to keep it within the Yorubas, right? But that's what that's essentially what it is to be part of an ethnic group, isn't it? Because DNA-wise... So right, are you changing it now? No, I'm, I'm just adding more to context to it so you understand what I mean. Because remember, if I did my DNA right now, it would tell the world I'm a Yoruba man. So you're saying it's, it's going to be discouraged to not have children outside of... Your people to some, to some degree, yeah. And if that Especially happens anyway, mm-hmm. you will still claim once it is that they are born into the tradition, mm-hmm. live in the tradition, carry the practices, and this that next. Yes, I think it depends though. But what I'm trying to say is, if if it was like one child and that one child is mixed, this that, and third, and they stayed with the yes, dad, for example, all of yeah, that, all of that if, falls if that, in. Yeah, but if that kept happening, then this person not one of us. Why? Because why are you deciding to do this? <laughs> you see how he's changing it. No, no, it's true though. Mm. You see how he's changing it. You're now saying you need to be kept pure. That's what you're saying now. No, it's, it's not about it being pure, but it's, it, how are you part of an ethnic group if you're not even part of the ethnic group? Like, do you get what I'm coming from? Like, it's like someone saying, oh, they're black. They have a child that's mixed race, right? And that child, in a particular context, is mixed race, is, is black, right? That same mixed race child goes to have a kid with a white person. So now that child is now one quarter black and three quarters black, um, white, yeah? And that person still identifies as black. Okay, we have them, cool. When it gets to one eighth and sixteenth, this is a joke now because it you cease to you cease to like it ceases to have meaning. Yeah, but what about the one drop rule? No, that's fake though. 
Why do you fake? Like, it's, it's not based on any real on DNA. It's just based on not wanting to be part of these type of people. Yeah. Like, it, but it's a fake thing. So essentially, you're saying that there's no white man that could be Yoruba. Impossible. See, so when... In real time, you've changed your mind. I haven't. You've said the... Um, the elements that would make him Yoruba mm-hmm. was just DNA, just blood, by blood. Mm-hmm. And growing up in a tradition, yeah. practicing it, yeah. speaking the language, culture, this, 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 yeah. next. And now when it is that you've realized, based on just natural, like, just traveling and whatnot, yeah. you can ha- you can have all these different races call themselves Yoruba, all these different hues and skin. No, no but, but, I'm, but I'm disagreeing with that, though, Ben. No, no. No, no, based on how you started off, how mm-hmm. I walked you through the bloody yeah. um, sequence, mm-hmm. it was what I said it was. No, but then obviously I'm now adding more I know, you're not changing. That's why I said I'm you're changing. changing. I'm not changing it. I'm adding substance to it. I've, I always, I've always known what a Yoruba person is, you know. So essentially, essentially every single um, Yoruba man mm-hmm. needs to basically have children with a Yoruba woman. It doesn't mean that. But most of what would happen is if you are somebody who goes and have a child with, for example, somebody from Uganda, right, or, or Angola, whatever it may be, and that child, that person now comes back and has kids with Yoruba people and all that, and you speak the language, everything is the same. If like, you have a child with a white woman, Emmanuel, yeah. a Danish woman, yeah. a Danish white woman, yeah. would and you bring up that child in the practices of the Yoruba yeah. people, mm-hmm. would that child be uh, a Yoruba person? Yes, that wait a minute. That child can identify as you because what the hell they, are we doing here? Listen, so you can understand. That child can uh, can identify as the Yoruba person because of me. If that child now goes around and has kids with another Danish person, that child at some point ceases to be what we are. No, but if the child still practices yeah. the same No, thing, because it's DNA too. It's not just is what you're practicing. That it is DNA. Yeah. That you so is it DNA or is it that you put it's not all it's not all it's all of it, bro. And yes, yes, all right, cool. Yeah. And I'm saying in this scenario, it's hypothetical, mm-hmm. yeah. they're doing both. How they have ha- the DNA, they don't have the you. DNA, Brent. D- oh, do, no, wait, wait, wait. No, no, remember, wait a minute. you keep having kids. So you, you, are saying, you are saying that by proxy, by by you having sex with other less melanated individuals. Mm-hmm. You dilute it to the point where Yoruba is no longer in there? Of course it's possible. Of course. All right then. So no, DNA isn't DNA, really that that's strong. That's what then. DNA is. Okay. Wait, wait. Can't DNA skip a whole five generations and come back heavy? Yeah. How, how strong are you actually calling that, 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 that doesn't even make sense. When you say DNA can skip, what do you mean by As DNA? As in the you traits. phenotypically. Not the actual DNA. The DNA is present. Phenotypically, it will differently. I may have used the wrong words to describe yeah. what I'm saying, but do you understand what I'm actually getting at? There's no, but no, no, yeah, no. Phenotypically, Where you can come up phenotypically, like, literally, identically, like your great, 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 great grandmother. Well, look, you can that's you, like, what, like, like what you said about me. Clearly, there's some, some, um, there's a lack of melanin in the bloodline <laughs> somewhere, but I'm saying there's nowhere through generations that I can see it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have no white people anywhere. You know what I'm trying to say? But they're somewhere. So it skipped pure generations mm-hmm. and then landed back here. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> because it, with your with your 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 thought process, yeah. the very first man mm-hmm. you are descended of, yes? Yeah. Why aren't you calling yourself that? Is it because you weren't practicing those particular this is, this is what I gave you an example oh, of? Oh, bloody hell. What are you talking about? I haven't even told you what I'm saying. Sorry, go. Go. <laughs> this is what I was trying to say to you. Let's just say, for example, the history was that we came from Sudan. 
right? Remember, you've got people on the planet already, right? After we've left there, we've all made a decision that we are now a new people. Because, and this happens with time because now your language changes, you're, inf you're influenced by different things, So all the Sudanese people decided mm -hmm. to break off and call themselves Yorubas. And they, it's not all. I'm trying to see. Was you born here? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was born here, yeah. In England? Yes. Yeah. And you lived and raised here? Yes. Yeah. So I... So how, He's going to say that in his household, it was all Yoruba land. I was going to say, so how are you a Yoruba man then? Because it's in my DNA and this is how I live. This is how, I live but you don't live you're not in Yoruba, you're not... No, no, but you don't have, so you don't have to live. Yoruba, you, you don't know. have to live in Yoruba land. You know what I'm saying? But it's my DNA. It's, it's the same reason why you can have communities of other people in other places. When I just you, you've got Jewish people when, in Staten Hill, are they, are they him, not Jewish? When I just asked you about the offspring of a Dane and a Yoruba yeah. person, you said that they must come into the community and live there. So you, they're that mixed, means you, though. They're so, mixed. So you, but you don't have to go into the community and live why? there. I'm, I'm there. I have as much rights to that land as somebody back home. Yeah, I'm a Yoruba man by, by blood. But then DNA and blood's got to count for something then. If it's that's half... Together. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Together. You can't have one or the other. Together. I have both. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so does everybody. Christy has both. Esther has both. We all have both. Nah, nah, we can bit, go anywhere we want. She, she's solid. She's born, she was born there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, actually, Esther was born here. There you go. Really? So, yeah, she was. And then she went back when she was young. Uh, maybe. Yeah, she said on the show before. He might be on something. Mm. That sounded familiar. <laughs> That's how it is, man. Oh, was she? Yeah, I think... Mm, she didn't mind said that, innit? Mm-hmm. This is why you can be a nationality and stuff. You can just you can just get a passport and you're part of that nationality. You can't be part of the ethnic group. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a Ghanaian national. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm a citizen, I just feel but I'm not Ashanti. Hey, is it is it possible? Yeah. Is it possible for for you to not have any connection to your your identity as a Yoruba man, mm. right? And this is one degree of separation, by the way. Your parents on your brother you said no i'm i'm divesting from that i'm gonna be uh, a rock boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah. Mm -hmm. and there to be a white person who is fully three four generations into that particular lineage and them come to say i am more yoruba man than you can i ask you what do you mean by the white man's been three generations he's How? he has lived in that particular cu culture community yeah. practiced whatever practices okay, traditions cool. this and the next. but he still had kids with white people there so he's, he's like it's almost like he's got his own home of white of a, of a white home in Yoruba land, but it's been there for four generations of just white people. Um, some of them have mixed, mixed mixed with the other black Yorubas. Okay, so who so who which one? Are we I'm talking just talking about? about the white man. So the one I've just plucked a white man from that uh, mix of colors. So he's not white anymore. He's mixed. Then that's what I'm asking. No, he's white. So the, so let's just say but, the granddad, the great granddad who first got there. Is that what you mean? I don't want to complicate this. Okay, go on, go on. I, I'm asking you. Mm -hmm. You right now would say you're Yoruba because of your DNA. Yeah. If you didn't practice any of it okay. whatsoever and you didn't identify with any of it, yeah. even though your parents are full on, and you said, yeah. nope, I'm cutting off. This is where the curse stops. <laughs> mm. God forbid. God forbid. Yeah. And is it possible for a white man, mm -hmm. five generations being in that particular uh, lifestyle. I mean, let's say twenty-five generations. Yeah. It just so happened, and it could be that stupid culture example that you just said, where all of them have a com community, but they're all practicing the Yoruba tradition. They just happen to be white, mm. and in their family, yeah, it's mixed, mixed, mixed. But this particular gene hit him, and he's looking like his great grandfather, as opposed to his father, who is mixed, and he's white. 
Okay. I feel like I lost you somewhere, but okay. So, so let me try saying? not to lose you because okay. I, I think this is very simple for okay. me in no, my the, head. The reason, I'm just not explaining properly. Wait a minute. Okay, go on. You yeah. currently say you're Yoruba man. Yes. Suppose you divest from that completely. Mm-hmm. Don't want it. And all I've got is just the DNA. All you have is the DNA. Cool. Yes. And there's a white man yeah. who has the DNA because his great grandfather mm-hmm. had relations with a Yoruba woman. Okay. And for the next five, ten generations, they've mm-hmm. been intermixing. Whether it was pulling um, a white person from in a particular community or a black person from, from that community, mm-hmm. but he's kept it within that community. Okay. Traditional practice is everything. Mm-hmm. And this fella that I'm actually comparing you with, mm-hmm. he just happened to have really, 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 really um, diluted genes from his great, great, great grandfather, as yeah. opposed to his, his mother and father, because they have mixed blood in, um, okay. mixed yeah, DNA in them. Would he be more Yoruba than you? No. Because of your DNA? I would say yes, because of my DNA. But also, I, I, don't, I don't think you would say somebody's more Yoruba than somebody else, to be fair. Because you either part of that ethnicity or not, right? I think the fact that I've got full-blown 100% or let's just say 90% DNA of Yoruba people, that, that's one of the biggest identifiers, you know what I'm saying? So even if I denounce it and say, oh, this is not why I am anymore, this... You initially I, I said could, that black is not a thing. You initially yeah. said black's not a thing, right? Yeah. And it's more sort of DNA. Yeah. So if he has the DNA, shouldn't he just be Yoruba? No, you no, said black no, is no, not a no, thing. So you can't you can't classify him as a, a white man, or you can't classify yourself as a black man. You classify yourself based on your DNA. And mm-hmm. he has the DNA in him. That's what I'm trying to say to you. But remember, how much of the DNA does he have? Are you telling me you have the full DNA as the first establisher of Yoruba land? I think I have enough of it. 100%. Is it just a thinking thing? No, I'll tell you why. Because uh, remember, after, remember we spoke about doing our DNA tests. Remember you said you've done yours before, innit? My mum done one. Okay, cool. And I said I've done one before. Mm. Yes. My DNA, you can, you can, I, I basically, my DNA, if you took my DNA right now, you could, assert, you could use my DNA to determine if somebody else is Yoruba. Sorry, wait a minute. What is this based on? Have you done any tests? I just told you I've done my DNA test. What DNA test did you do? A proper the DNA, um, I need to find a company. You know, the, uh, the proper DNA. You haven't test. framed this? <laughs> <laughs> we spoke about this age ago. Like, now no, this needs to be a thing. Yeah. Yes? <laughs> I need to see this now. Because there's certain people that contact me right now who are mm. saying, mm. I don't think Emmanuel will be happy when he finds out the results of his DNA test. Oh, no, I'll be happy. I, I'm, I'm not from somebody else. Do you realize that different companies give out different results? It doesn't matter. All of them would say I'm majority. When I just when I said majority, different companies give yeah. out different and you say it doesn't matter. Of course Do you know matters. why? No, 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 it won't. I'll tell you why. Because if a company, if for example, you bought, you two are um, companies, right? Anesta and, and whatever, right? And Gina. If you guys were all to test me, you you may come up with 99% Yoruba. Esther may say I'm 92%. But you say no one's giving me less than in the 90%, meaning that's what I am. Esther says she's born so, in London. I told you. Yeah, yeah. Told you. Uh, raised in Nigeria, then back to London when I was 13. Yeah. So she was was born and then it quickly got to go back, <laughs> give her jabs and whatnot. And she was raised from since she was zero to 13 and I came over here. What's the matter where you was born or where you was raised? She, it means that she's more Nigerian than Emmanuel. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'll take that. Nigeria only existed 100 years ago. I'm a Yoruba man. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. All this stuff is fake. That's I, what I'm saying. I, Remember, I, these lines were drawn. Honest, if you're telling me that Yoruba people 
will not accept white people as Yoruba, yeah. then cool. I mean, that's what you're saying. That's we what you identify would. as. We're not. We would. Right, that's what you identify as. But However, it's it's when I say how much white. DNA test cost? When I say white, you should be contesting that because you should say what is white. No, but I know what you mean though, innit? When you say that, well, that's, that's nice. Yeah, of course. But I know what you mean. I just I know what you mean. Innit? Plus, you said Danish and all them them people there Scandinavian. So I know what you mean. And you know any lightest skinned people in your family? Yeah, I'm, pre- I'm pretty dark, don't I? I'm fully melanin jam packed, innit? So there are some people <laughs> that would be light skinned. In your direct family? Of course. Yeah. How, is, how is that possible? Because black people, Yoruba people, all types of tribes in Africa, we come in different shades. And it can't just be lighter, lighter, lighter to the point where it could be him? It's possible. Because you've got different How about, how about different lighter tribes. than him? My grandparents are his colour. There you go. I don't know. How about lighter than him? It's possible. How about lighter than that? <laughs> you got albinos, don't you? you know no, 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 no. So is albino not 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 wait, a wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Oh, that's nice of you to say that. Is that not possible? That's nice. How about <laughs> la- how about how about how about one eighteenth is shade? Sixteenth, but yeah. <laughs> um, one sixteenth. <laughs> <laughs> what? As in, what's the question? Are you, are, are you asking if has he got anyone my color in his family? Directly? He said yeah, possible. No, no, not his family. In can they classify themselves as Yoruba? Oh, okay. if they just what his shade? Yes, that's the only. Of course, why not? And if yeah, it people gets lighter like, than him, probably like this people like and lighter. Him. Yeah, I know. To the point, to the point Yoruba where people. is that you present as a white man? To who though? Because remember, some people think Yoruba. No, no. Do you hear what? See what I'm getting at? Listen, listen to what where I'm saying. Where do you stop? Listen, <laughs> so you understand? Because there are some people who think albinos present as white people. I am not talking about albinos. Cool. So there's no white person with 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 blonde hair, blue eyes. That's your. I didn't. Can you get? Is, if that's what you asked. What's the chiefdom called? What do you mean? The Yoruba king. What's his name? The Oba. The Oba. Mm-hmm. Can the Oba make someone honorary honorary Yoruba? <laughs> Can the Oba? I think so. So if there's white people that grew up in Yoruba land mm-hmm. and they've been there for generations mm-hmm. and they practice it and they speak it and that's their yeah. culture, but they mm-hmm. but they've been breeding white the whole time. Yeah. But their whole time they've been Yoruba people. When you talk to him, say you're not from Yoruba, you say, Are you crazy? The Oba mm-hmm. told my grand great yeah. great granddaddy, mm-hmm. you are Yoruba man from this day forward, mm-hmm. as they live and they practice, but they don't have a scent of DNA in them. Yeah. Is that a Yoruba person? Because of the Oba saying it. It will be via his word that he is. But if by DNA and real ethnicity, not in the slightest. Doesn't matter what he says. It's kind of like you go into somewhere and get an ordinary uh, PhD. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am a doctor. I can see you can see on my passport now, but am I really a doctor? Have I put in the work? No, but not they put in the work. They're say three, four generations deep. It's they funny. Been, that's where they've been. It's funny you say that because there is a woman, I think she came from France, right? She she um this is I think she passed yeah, she passed away maybe a few decades ago. She was like that. So I don't know about her children. I don't know if she even had children, to be fair. But she moved to Yoruba land, proper entrenched in Ifa. All the, the stuff that black people, Yoruba people run away from, she was there practicing it fully. She's not a Yoruba woman. She likes us. <laughs> and they may like her. But she's not one of us like that. You know what I'm saying? Because she, like, if, for example, I don't know, a thousand years from now, 10,000 years ago, People, Yoruba people didn't exist, God forbid, to the highest degree, right? And people came trying to figure out, oh, what were these Yoruba people, Yoruba people like? And they found her bones and they did the DNA and they were able to show this on a, on a you know, phenotypically and all this type of stuff. That would be a poor representation of what we are. That's not us. Do you get where I'm coming from? 
this is a friend. We brought you in. You stay here. We treat you. We've adopted you. But you're not us like that. You know what I'm saying? That's what it'll be. Okay. You know, let me tell you a story real quick. Yeah, I remember my brother, I think he was at uni. He was walking, he was telling me that he was walking down the street um, somewhere. And then there was another African man on the other side of the street. And this man shouted across the road to him. He must have, he must have been like, he must have said something. I don't know what he was saying. And um, my brother obviously ignored him because he didn't think he was talking to him. The guy did it again, did it again. My brother turned to him and was like, and the guy at this point was annoyed because the guy's like, I'm talking to you. Why are you ignoring me? My brother's like, wait, what do you mean you're talking to me? He said, yeah. And then he starts speaking. And he said, I don't understand what you're talking about. And the, long story short, this guy looked at my brother and said, you look like someone from my tribe. So I started to speak to you like this, thinking that he was like Congolese or something. I, I think it was um, Congo or something. Point of the story is, you can look at people's ethnicities and kind of know where they're from. I know if Gina didn't say a word, right? I know where Gina's from. You know what I'm saying? Can you speak the language? Who? You. Yes, I can, but not in the, not in the, not as good as I would like to know. Speak some. <laughs> anyway, you know what I'm saying? Can you say so, some sentences. I can speak four languages, bro. Can you? I just want one. What I'm asking for is the European what, what, language. Why? I don't. Because I don't why. believe you. Why? Do, why does that matter? We believe you. Can you just not? speak it? No. You should be proud to speak it. Yes. For when my Yoruba people come back, me to then speak we'll something, speak. I would speak it. Yeah, but you speak in English. That's what that's I'm saying. I don't know another language. And if it is, you'd ask me to, to, to speak it. I would speak it, wouldn't you? If you knew Spanish, wouldn't you do it? Hasta <laughs> luego. Can you, can you say a couple of sentences in Yoruba language? Um, and what's it called? What's the language called? We speak Yoruba, man. All right, so it's just Yoruba. Yeah, yeah. So that's in, what we are. Although, to be fair, some people, there was a discussion going on where um, some, someone actually said Yoruba is actually a derogatory term. Okay. But I got, we're going down a different... A different uh, I don't mind if you're trying to distract me. I'll come back to that. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to distract you at all. What? I don't, I, tell me about this story and then come back to... I'll finish the story, man. This is important. Give me some, uh, give that'll me... be more interesting when Esther comes back. Because she can speak Yoruba. No, because she will understand anyway, what you're talking wait, 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 about. Wait, wait. I'm not asking you for the language that Esther speaks fluently. Because you okay. understand that. And I know you can't speak it too fluently anyway, right? You can mm -hmm. understand certain things. But... The language spoken in Yoruba land, is it different to the language that Esther speaks? No, not at all. Oh, so never mind. It's not really a gotcha thing. You just can't speak your, your mother tongue. If that's what you want to say. No, no, I don't mean it to be... No, no, no. It's no, not no, slight. No. It's not you slight. Know, you know, I, I, I don't need to prove anything. I, I know when I go home what I do. So it doesn't mean anything. No, 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 in I'm, the I'm, same I'm, way... I'm not, I'm not questioning your identity. No, it's not, but that's impossible. I might be doing that. No, but that's but impossible. Not in that manner. Me but, asking you to speak that, I thought it was different than what... Um, Esther spoke because no, I know you don't speak Yoruba fluently like that. I you don't can understand. No, it. I don't. I definitely don't speak as good as. Uh, as yeah, but you stuff. can understand it. I know. I know that. Anyway, I just find it a little weird how you're saying that there can't be a white man and he can call himself Yoruba. I mm -hmm. find that weird, Why? especially if it's compared to a man like yourself who has said, "I do not even want to be." Uh, identified with this particular thing. I want to cast myself out of this tradition, this culture. Um, I don't do its practices. I don't want you to refer to me as any of the uh, the monikers that are associated with this. This is if the if the black man did that. If, if, the the, if you did. if you did that, compared oh, so to you. Okay, if I said yes. I'm thinking. Yes, cool. and if separate question, if yeah. you happen to go and lay with um, a Slavic babe, yeah. right, and have a child, yeah. 
DNA-wise, that child will still claim Yoruba. But this is what I was trying to say to you, Brent. You have to understand that, yes, my DNA is in them, but they now have 50%. Yes. Do you get where I'm coming from? Yes, yes, yes. If they keep doing this, yes. at some point you're not us no more. Yes, yeah, but it wouldn't just you. be the fact that he looks different to you. It would be the 50% DNA, right? Yeah, but All remember right. how he looks and is, when, is when how you, he sometimes When you say the DNA, what, what is in the DNA that you're saying that's passed on that is diluted 50%? That qualifies you as a Yoruba. What, what's passed on in that 50% that is now diluted, just cut in half? What is it? I think it's it's um all the the maybe the because what you're saying is that essentially when you move from Sudan yeah and you decided this yeah. DNA is not Sudanese anymore mm -hmm. it's Yoruba yeah that became a thing no but that's not how things happen remember we're having a, a brief conversation here that's not how it works explain so to me how, how that it, okay. is how that changes because you said you were originally I'm, I'm Sudanese you, yeah. your DNA was classified as Sudanese yeah you moved to a different land yeah and then you now said our DNA that's in our, our body now is now Yoruba land. Yeah. And going on from there, it shall no longer be called Sudanese DNA, mm -hmm. but Yoruba DNA now. Yeah. Explain how that works. So what happens is it happens over hundreds of years. So remember, you're now changing based on your environment. So everyone's genes mutate. Happens all the time. No, no, I understand that. No, but that's but the only, did that's you how move, Sorry, did you move to a different complete land yes, mass? Of as in, that's why we're not in Sudan as, anymore. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Mm -hmm. Was it 100 miles that you moved? Or are you talking about a different continent? It's more than 100. Remember, Sudan's far, you know. Just, we're talking about like probably thousands of miles like from Sudan. So only a thousand miles yeah. in your, your DNA now changes oh, not, because of the environment? But you don't understand DNA. But what happens is with time... Don't, don't, don't minimize with, this discussion by saying I don't understand DNA. No, but I know I'm not, not a flipping genius. No, but, no, but that's what is it happens. You used to say it all the time. What was it called? <laughs> what? What's the What's DNA that? mean? That you... What's oh, um, dinucleic. Um, yeah, you used to do that way better back in the yeah, day. Like it was weird. Time. It used to be a thing of yours. Um, mm. so, and this last thing is acid. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, one thousand miles away from Sudan, yeah. the environment is different, right? Yeah. It's what you're saying. But, but you have to, and again, based on the environment being different, the yeah. DNA changes. Yes. Yes. Your and DNA it becomes mutates. a thing. Yes. So anybody who you'd met there already mm -hmm. was also Yoruba. No. Well, you're just talking about what happened. I'm I'm gonna stop talking because you don't how understand. my brain works. You don't know how it works. I'm, I'm, right. I'm I'm probably making illogical yeah, comparisons. Yes, exactly. Because if you met the same people there and that environment um worked on their DNA <laughs> in the same manner in which it is, you're now classifying it as only strictly Yoruba, then them people who you met there were also Yoruba. Mm. This, this, this is based on what you're understanding. So I might be sense. making some stupid mathematics in my head and I'm going to continue doing that until <laughs> somebody convinces me otherwise. So let's move on. Let's That's move on. That's exactly how it is. Let's, let's move That's on. That's wrong. Oh, man, you know how funny, man. Let's move on. All right. Yeah, anyway, I think we pretty much <laughs> exhausted that particular topic. All right, cool, man. Let's get into our headlines. Hey, you want to jump in the mic? But not be on, not on camera. All right, so our next headline, uh, the BBC has sparked fury over plans to spend 14 and a half million pounds on, on luxurious new studios whilst hiking the license fee. Buses are splurging the cash kitting out um, a building on a 2012 Olympic set. It will have two studios, visualization rooms, workshops and other spaces likely to include a green room for stars to relax uh, when they're not filming. 
It said the corporations made available studios in West London are no longer fit for purpose, prompting the move east to Stratford. Our revelation, again, this come from the BBC. Sorry, this come from the Sun actually. Um, is that uh, this was announced on Thursday, and that the license fee will rise from one hundred fifty nine pounds to one hundred sixty nine pounds fifty. So remember the other day, I think yeah, sometime last week we were talking about um, how the BBC are increasing the the license fee mm. after it was frozen for two years. Next headline. This is a bit of a, a mad one, but obviously it would make sense if you guys remember the, the episode where Laura was here and we were talking about Congo. And long story short, the Democratic Republic of Congo's leader has taken his uh, rhetorical attacks on his Rwandan counterpart to another level, right? By comparing him to Adolf Hitler. So Tisha Kedi, who's the uh, Congolese president, said that Paul Kagame, who's the president of Rwanda, was behaving like Hitler and added, I promise he will end up like Hitler. Mr. Tshisekedi, who is uh, campaigning for re-election, was addressing a rally in Bukavu, which is close to the Rwandan border. He has, he has often accused Rwanda of backing rebels in the east of his country, which it has always denied. A spokesperson for Rwanda's government described the Congolese president's comments as a loud and clear threat. With the, vo with the vote, pardon me, less than two weeks away, Mr. Tshisekedi is trying to win back in for a second term, despite attempts to quell the violence, which has included ceasefire deals and the presence of regional and UN troops who are now leaving, insecurity is still rife in the east of the country. A multiplicity of armed groups have caused mayhem, including the Tutsi-led M23 rebels, again, we spoke about that on that day, who Mr. Tichikedi has said are supported by Rwanda. A UN group of experts made a similar observation in a report released earlier this year with the US backing its violence. For those who don't know, the M23, is a rebel group and they've been seizing Congolese territory, forcing thousands or well, hundreds of thousands of people to flee their homes. And the last headline, um, Ruth Perry's family has called an offset chief inspector to resign immediately after it was revealed that its lead inspectors will spend just 90 minutes on a briefing to address concerns raised by the head teacher's suicide. Sorry about that guys, trigger warning. Remember that time? Yeah, but yeah, Mark, you were definitely in that day. We were talking about um, the head teacher who was getting like under so much stress and pressure because of Offset. This was like months back, but you remember? And, and to what end? Yeah, she committed suicide. And we're talking about how she was like, yeah, it was like so much pressure, stress, I think, and I think, yeah. I think I remember, yeah. Basically, this, this is them basically. Julia Waters is this head teacher's um, sister. And she said that the shocking response showed by Amanda Spellman had lost the plot, um, showed, pardon me, that Amanda Spellman had lost, lost the plot lost the plot as chief inspector and should resign now ahead of her term finishing at the end of the year. A coroner last week concluded that Ofsted's inspection of Perry's school contributed to her death. After the verdict, Spellman announced a delay to inspections this week for training on recognizing and responding to visible signs of anxiety during visits by the regulator. However, an internal Ofsted memo, which was seen by The Guardian, shows that the national briefing planned for Monday will be a 90-minute online webinar and Q&A session followed by a 30-minute regional forum for follow-up online meeting. Yeah, basically, they're just upset that nothing's really been done, man, especially when there's a report showing that the presence of this offset thing is directly leading, well, led, or there's a correlation between, I should say, between that, you know, coming up and um, the head teacher who committed suicide. Sad. But that's it for headlines. Time to pay the bills. All right, and time to get into people's journal. There's no people joining. All right, people. Um, I don't have much to talk about today, to be fair, for the People's Journal. Um, 
but according to a forecast by a lender's trade body, um, mortgage lending is set to fall in 2024, man. What they're saying is there's going to be repossessions and the number of households in arrears that are pretty much all them numbers there are going to increase. That's what they're saying. They're saying, obviously, people can't afford the mortgages because of these high interest rates and things of that nature, which, by the way, hopefully are coming down. But obviously, this would have been uh, been going on for a while, man, where people, obviously, who've been locked into their new deals this year, well, from the top of this year, um, will be struggling, you know what I'm saying, for the next two, five, or even 10 years, depending on whatever deal they got. So, yeah, man, um, they're kind of predicting that there's going to be a lot more repossessions, man. So, unfortunately... Um, bankers are going to be a lot more hesitant to lend. Obviously, they're going to do the, the same stringent checks and things of that nature. But what they're saying is this is what they think is going to happen. Also, remember, on the lighter side or on the more positive side, remember I was saying the other day also that, um, uh, what is it? That obviously the two-year fixed rate has now come down to a, a six-month low. So now the average two-year fixed rate is 5.99%. Um, so that that's a good thing, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people do believe things are going to start going down. The Bank of England governor has said that obviously people need to hold tight. They don't see it going down yet. We're still waiting for them to have their discussion, hopefully this week, and we'll see if the, the, the base rate changes. I kind of pred uh, predict it will kind of stay the same, to be fair. I don't think they're going to be in a rush to, to, to lower it anytime soon, to be fair, but we'll see what happens. Also, um, Brent sent me something the other day, uh, which I missed, and this is basically a change to... Um, I guess how the government want to handle um, people's side hustles. Shout out to Heather. Big up Heather every time. And um, actually, this this was actually done prior to the autumn um, statement. But what it pretty much is is saying that a lot of these organizations, um, these jobs or whatever it may be, where you've got obviously a bank of details where they send you your money, their payments for your side hustle jobs, yeah, they're going to have to sign up to a new scheme where they give all of your bank details to HMRC. So if they're seeing money coming in these um, from these second jobs, they're now going to factor that into your overall amount of money that you're earning and they're going to tax it appropriately. For those of you who are just listening to audio. I think it's over £1,000. Yes. So everyone has a £1,000 allowance, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, that's going to be gone <laughs> in no time, especially if you're doing a bloody um, side hustle, isn't it? Especially if you're an adult and you're doing side hustles. You're doing it to obviously get a lot more money. But yeah, £1,000 is the allowance but anything over that will be taxed, unfortunately. So that means people who are doing delivery <coughs> driving, if you're doing something like, you know, like, what's called, what's that? Fiverr, um, all them upstart type things, anything that you're doing where you are earning money and it's coming in digitally, I'm not sending any hints, guys, but if it's coming in digitally, then, um, yeah, HMRC will have access to your bank details, effectively. Obviously, that organization, that company will have to sign up to this particular thing, but that's basically the, 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 the same type of logic. In the same way they did did this thing with crypto as well, or any of these exchanges would have to inform HMRC about those people who are, put, who are taking their money out and things of that nature. Because at the end of the day, that's the only way they're going to find out, in it, kind of. But um, apparently, HMRC are really investing in a lot of um, new technology and, and whatnot and a certain infrastructure where if they want to do, they could actually have access to your bank details live. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to get harder and harder, man, to, you know, to keep your money, keep your money and, you know, obviously everyone was planning to give it to them later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's going to get harder to do it in your own time. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, that's pretty much it, man. So if you're renting out a spare room, if you're renting out your driveway, 
all these type of things, man. You've got a second time, part time job. Yeah. Be careful, guys. You know what I'm saying? If you want to arrange a new payment, um, uh, what do you call it? Way of receiving these payments so that you can give it HMRC in your own time. Obviously, this is not financial advice. Then, you know what I mean? Maybe this is the time to do it because from 2024, next year, it's going to be enforced. And that's it for uh, the People's Journal. Ain't much today. All right. Let me just read out the result of the poll. Racial identity versus racial slurs. What are your thoughts? 48% say all slurs from white supremacy. 41% say colored is fine in the South African context. 10% say N-word has been reclaimed. Interesting. Uh, Mother Booth, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. You said that your father might want to call in. We'd love to hear that um, that fine man on the phone. Yes, 100%. Great, absolutely great. I'm guessing he's South African? <laughs> Remember, it's DNA, but... Huh? It's in the DNA. <laughs> I can't be Yoruba, my child's not Yoruba. No, no, I, I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is it to do with the topic? Yeah, 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 I think it is. All yeah. right, okay. Cool. Please call, get your father calling. Or if it is, we can schedule in a call with him another time. I don't know if it is, he's actually available right now, but yeah, we, we'd be interested to hear his, um, his thoughts. Thank you. And time to move on to Motivational, Motivational Mondays. Mm-hmm. Mondays. Did you, uh, did you just talk about Rishi Sunak changing all the laws and things? Which laws? The Miranda stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah we yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the Friday that you Yeah, on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I said you didn't even tune in. <laughs> no, I was actually busy, sorry. Did you watch that though? What, what you Rishi watched it, in it, yeah. I haven't watched it, but I've seen I've seen I've seen the it. backlash from it. All his all his antics. Yeah, it's yeah. just Rishi's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He said whatever it is that you guys placed in front of us to get this done. It's all removed. You said it's not illegal anymore. <laughs> that is mad. <laughs> Man, I said, you just said it was illegal. Well, actually, turns out <laughs> it's not illegal anymore. That's blocked. Oh, my goodness. They're sick. All right. All right, um, yeah, Motivational Mondays. This is- mm. That's mad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Ours is not the struggle of one day, one week, or one year. Ours is not the struggle of one judicial appointment or presidential term. Ours is the struggle of a lifetime, or maybe many lifetimes. And each one of us in every generation must do our part. John Lewis. We all have a very important role to play within today's society. And as much as we shy away from it, we owe each other a duty of care. Last week, we touched on the concept of black people having an expectation upon them to support and sympathise with other groups. And I think that we often forget that before we are labelled as belonging to a certain group, we are firstly human beings. Whilst others may be quick to identify us by our race, we naturally are inclined to speak out and help before anything else. Take a simple street incident where you see someone being attacked. Is your first thought, oh, they're Asian, white, 
this has nothing to do with me. I would hope this isn't the case. For many of us who claim to be stewards of faith, I'm pretty sure this isn't what the Almighty teaches us. Essentially, as a human race, we have to stand as one at all times. And through the generations, we have seen others stand side by side, supporting each other through many toils and tribulations. We have a responsibility, a service to uphold. If not for our sakes, think about the future generations following on from us. So I challenge you today to stand for what's right. We all have to do our part. Alright then. Where do we go now? Back into more headlines? Let's get, back, let's get into those headlines. <laughs> Right, so the teenage twins of the jailed Iranian activist Nargis Mohammadi have received the Nobel Peace Prize on her behalf. Miss Mohammadi, who is serving a 10-year jail sentence um, term, I should say, in Tehran, won this year's prize for her work fighting against the oppression of women in Iran. In a speech smuggled from prison and, re and read out by her children, she denounced Iran's tyrannical government. That's what she said. She said the Iranian people, with perseverance, will overcome repression and authoritarianism. Have no doubt, this is certain. The prestigious Peace Prize was handed out in Oslo on Sunday, along with the other Nobel, Pri Nobel Prizes for Literature, Science and Economics. Ms. Mohammadi has for years been a prominent human rights figure in Iran. The 51-year-old has been in jail almost continuously since 2010, and in total has been arrested 13 times, convicted five times, and sentenced to a total of 31 years in prison. She's currently in jail for spreading propaganda. Her husband, who's a political activist, um, his name is Taghi Rahmani. He lives in exile in Paris with their two children, those who collected the award and have not, um, and they've not all um, seen each other for for years. Um, next headline. Remember, uh, some time ago we were speaking about this lady called uh, Michelle Moen, and she was basically doing some. She was trying to finesse everybody, and she was linking. She was she was linked to some PPE corruption basically long story short she's come out conceded and she said that she's made an error in publicly denying her links to the ppe med pro firm being investigated by the nca the national crime agency the conservative peer and ultimo barack tycoon um, launched a public defense on sunday over the controversy surrounding the vip lane contracts during the coronavirus pandemic ppe med pro was awarded government contracts worth more than 200 million pounds to supply personal protective equipment after she recommended it to ministers the dhsc which the D Department of Health and Social Care has since issued breach of contract proceedings over the 2020 deal on the supply of gowns. Lady Moan told a YouTube documentary that she and her husband, Doug Barrowman, would be cleared, arguing that they've done nothing wrong. She had initially denied having any links to PPE MedPro, but admits in the film that she made an error and yeah, in what she said to the press. She also said, I regret not saying to the press straight away, yes, I am involved, and the government knew I was involved. The film, which is part of a public fightback, was funded by PPE MedPro, according to the Sunday Telegraph, which reported on the documentary. And our last headline, um, trigger warning here, guys. Police are investigating a possible hate crime after arresting two girls who are aged 13 and 14 on suspicion of the robbery of a Jewish woman in North London. A 20-year-old woman who is from Orthodox Jewish community was assaulted and had, and had her handbag stolen in Stamford Hill on Thursday. DS Asley Benson of the Met Police, 
who has led the investigation, said that the incident was being treated as a possible hate crime, although all avenues were being explored. The Met said that the victim had suffered bruising, for which she did not require hospital treatment. She was emotionally shaken from the incident, which occurred um, at about 4.30 p.m. At about midday on the 10th of December, um, officers went to an address in Harrogate where they arrested two girls aged 13 and 14 on the suspicion of robbery, and right now they remain in custody. The Stamford Hill neighborhood has the largest concentration of Hasidic Jews in Europe. Last month, the MEP reported that hate crimes against Jewish people had soared by 1,350% since the Middle East crisis erupted. Um, I want to ask a question. Um, I want to tread very carefully. Okay. You know, just for sensitivity purposes. You know, like in COVID, yeah, how everything seemed to be COVID killed this person or COVID killed that person. Because COVID was the thing that's out, right? That, not out, but you know what I'm trying to say? Well, that was prevalent in society, yeah? There's a book in the books. There you go. Brandon, you following me, yeah? No. All right, let me start again. So you know how COVID was being blamed for a lot of deaths? Yes. Because COVID was out there, right? Yes. Do you feel as though, because of what's happening in Israel, all of these attacks is kind of being blamed on the Israel situation and saying they hate attacks when really this might have just been a random woman. Yes, she's Jewish, but the attack had nothing to do with her being Jewish. So really it's not a hate crime. It's just a crime. Nah. Mm. I feel like there's direct correlation. You think a 13 and 14 year old targeted a Jewish woman because of Palestine? Not necessarily that to say in that, but mm. when it's with, it's the same thing when with, with Islamophobia and all this stuff's going on and with terrorism was at its height and the mm. war and all that. When there's a rise in mm-hmm. in 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 incidents with with Islamic people like that, there's a direct correlation there. Mm. So with everything that's going on and the whole anti-Semitism and the whole, mm-hmm. if obviously again they could be cooking the books, or whatever. But if there's a rise in attacks in Jewish communities, mm. there's a, definitely a direct correlation there. Mm. Okay, I hear, it, I hear. It. Oh, that's the way it seemed to be presented. Again, I don't. They could be cooking the books, but yeah, I think, yeah, I think it'd be. I don't know, just in my opinion. What do you reckon, Brent? So I, I didn't hear the headline before, because this, <laughs> this is related to the headline, right? Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. Give me a brief synopsis as to what you just said. Um, basically, um, a 13 and 14 year old robbed a Jewish lady. Yeah. Uh, police are investigating, saying it might be a possible hate crime. This is in this country, right? Yes, yeah, Stanford Hill. All right, then. Right. Who were the two children? I don't know. I don't think what, they, they, what were their race? I don't know. I'm talking about the direct, not the. <laughs> oh, they didn't tell. They didn't no. So it, it could it could even be two Jewish people. I mean, it's unlikely. It's unlikely. They wouldn't do that to themselves. So what are you asking me? They're not. They're not black. You asking me if it's connected? I don't know. I need to, to know all the information, right? Mm-hmm. Would they shouting slurs whilst doing it? Well, it doesn't say anything. That it just it just basically says that um, she was assaulted and they took her handbag. And the woman, the Jewish woman, was 20 years old. So it's not like she's an older, you know what I mean? So like, you're saying it's just a matter, is an opportunity to just chuck the handbag and then they just went. Why are you mentioning Palestine and, and things? No, because what I'm saying is, you know how COVID, it seemed like everything was, someone died because of COVID. So you're saying every single crime, they're going to uh, attach it to... I'm, I'm asking, do you feel like that's in the mindset of what's going on at, at the moment, where the first thing you're thinking is, oh, this is a potential hate crime. I think they, uh, it's possible only because I don't have more information. They might have information okay. that they're not basically mm. um, sharing with us. Okay, cool. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe they, they don't have the information, but they, they would prefer. Not to. N- no. 
who who which which publication shared this? Guardian. Guardian. Mm. Mm. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> the fact that they didn't give us more information and they just say it might be this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I need to know everything to be honest. I need mm-hmm. to know more information. Like right. I, I can't um, conclusively say yep. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Anyway, that's it for the headlines. Time yep. to pay the bills. And let's get into the reaction. If I hear these phones go off at all, I'm gonna go crazy. Ah, uh, please phone in. Because a lot of teams played, a lot of res- results came true. Some were good for fans, some were, for, some were ridiculous, and some were ab- absolutely, utterly shocking for others. And we have one in the studio. Well, there's a few main ones here we can talk about. We've got some headlines here. So, um, Richardson scores twice as Spurs end winless run um, by thrashing depleted magpies. That was a good win for them. It was. It mm-hmm. was. They needed that. They needed that. Yeah, means mm. nothing though. Well, let me read the story quickly and then we'll talk about it. So it says Richarlison scored twice as Spurs ended their five game winless run with a scintillating 4 1 thrashing of top four rivals Newcastle at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Making his first start since October, Richarlison converted a um, Huming Song cross from close range for his first goal, then added his second from a looping Pedro Porro pass in the second half. Earlier, defender Destiny Odogi. Um, had given Spurs the lead when he powered home another left-wing delivery from Son, who later added their fourth from the penalty spot, having been brought down by Newcastle goalkeeper Martin Dubravka. Tottenham came into the game having surrendered the lead in five consecutive games, but the victory never looked in doubt on this occasion, despite Joe Linton's stoppage time consolation goal, with the injury-hit visitors slumping to a second heavy defeat in three days following their 3-0 reverse um, against Everton. The win keeps Spurs within three points of the top four and puts them three clear of sixth place Manchester United. Um, Newcastle, meanwhile, now sit seven points off fourth place in seventh. Do you think if they never got injuries, they'll, they'll be top still? No. Why not? You don't want Newcastle? Spurs. Sorry, it's, it's a weird question to ask me. me if Spurs it's never possible. got the injuries, do you think they'll be no, top? not weird for you, how I process it. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, because yeah, I thought you were talking about Newcastle. Um, because they had injuries too, no? Yeah, injured and they ravaged a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's, it's, it's possible. I think they'd be competing more. Mm. This little blip that they went through. Do you think Madison was a very very key player for them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Madison's a top boy. Madison's a top 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 boy. Yeah. But um, so do you think this little blip? Do you think they're over now? Do you think they're gonna be back on track? Well, the commentary online is that the Australian geezer he's back. They play some good football, don't it? Yeah. They play some. They play. They play some good stuff, Spurs, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how do you know you say you don't like it? Is it just Sorry, because of your contentious Newcastle? history? Because Newcastle's been putting up some stinkers. Newcastle late. seventh. So they've been losing games, just like I was supposed to be losing games. I guess so. They've lost a few in recent. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of the results have just been shaky everywhere. The only the only team that's really been. Pulling them out is like you lot, Liverpool, even with them late ones, and um, City. I'm guessing. Mm. Well, yeah, let me Villa see. This, let me see run. the next game from from Spurs. Spurs. Who have they got next? Um, Star Crow. Who who have Spurs got next? Please. I don't know. You let know. Me know. I wouldn't know. 
Saturday, we got, we got, no, we got a midweek game. No, Saturday, it's Saturday's the 16th. We got Liverpool on the weekend. You lot got, you lot ain't got Liverpool to the 23rd, you lot got Brighton. I don't know the text. I don't know. Are they telling us, are they telling us in the chat? Um, he hasn't got the message yet. Nah, but they're doing all right though, man. And they play some good stuff, man. I'm not even going to lie. They haven't been doing all right. No, the last four or five results have been shaky, but... um, It's a lot of results, you know. Yeah, but it's not for no reason. It's not because, like, the Wolves just fell off or whatever. It's just that them injuries were important injuries. Vandenberg, whatever his name is, Vandenven, that that rapid centre-back, he was he's, he's important to them. And obviously you've got Madders um, in the midfield. He's super important to them, so... But they're still in and around it. Mm. I don't know what their fixture list looks like, to be totally honest with you, so I don't know how well or whether there's space for them to build on this or whatever, but... Mm. Yeah, they look, they, look, they look all right, man. They do play nice football, man. Mm. They do play nice stuff. Big Ange. Well, in our second headline, it says, Pressure mounts on Eric Ten Hag as Cherries claim stunning victory at Old Trafford. So, Manchester United crumbled to a humili- humiliating 3-0 defeat against Bournemouth at Old Trafford to leave manager Eric Ten Hag under mounting pressure. Ten Hag's side came into the game to build on Wednesday's 2-1 win over Chelsea, but fell behind to Dominic Slanky's fifth-minute opener before capitulating in the second half. And Andoni Areola's informed side extended their lead through substitute Philip Billings' header, and Manchester United's afternoon got even worse when Marco Senesi nodded in the third from a corner. Manchester United's shambolic defence Display, defensive display was compounded by a limp effort in attack as they registered only three shots on target with the home fans loudly booing their seventh Premier League defeat of the season at the final whistle. Sorry, guys. The loss sees United lose further ground on the top four while Bournemouth celebrate a historic win, um, their fourth in five games, at first ever at Old Trafford which moves them up to 13th in the Premier League table, 10 points clear of the drop zone. So, yeah, United got um, battered by Bournemouth. The craziness of this inconsistency that these men are displaying is... It's just nuts, man. It's just nuts. Obviously, there was gas from the um, Chelsea result, even though Chelsea were terrible, but they played their part in that. I don't know if it's just gearing up for what they perceive to be big games or whatever. But to put in that performance at home, it's tough, man. I don't really have I don't really have the answers. I don't really know I don't really know what I'm watching going on here. Is it worse that you don't have the answers than I know exactly what is wrong? As in for your future. The fact that you can't pinpoint what needs to change. Is that worse than knowing exactly what is wrong? Probably, because you spread yourself too thin, man. There's too many problems across the board. Like, granted, when um, like Spurs go through it, we mentioned it, their injuries. You mentioned it about Newcastle's injuries. You get what I'm trying to say? No one cares that United's got injuries. We got. So is it is it that? Who, who, who's injured right now? Casemiro, the best player in the world? Casemiro's not there. Onana? 
Let's be Ma- old. Martinez ain't there. Mount ain't there. Ericsson ain't there. This is bear man. Casemiro's injured. Casemiro, yeah, he's out. Yeah, he's when just... when did he get when did he get when did he get popped down? Because he's been popped down for ages. He's only just. What do you mean? He ain't played in. He haven't played in all last month. Um, what's Casemiro's last game? Did he get a suspension? Maybe did I miss it? I don't know if the was injury he, happened was in he, training. Was he playing for Chelsea against Chelsea? What the other day? Mm. No, he ain't played in ages. Oh, so Chelsea's a better team than who? Bournemouth? No. What, right at this second? Come on, my son. Please, 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 please. What, right now? Bournemouth are like one of the form teams in the league. They won like four of their last five. So you're saying it's it makes sense that they beat you? Chelsea are trash. At home. Huh? It makes, you're, you're saying it makes sense that they beat you at home? No, it don't make no sense. We should have beat Bournemouth. We should, we, should have, we should have had more, than enough, us, more than enough of us to beat Bournemouth. And you're also saying that you should have beat Chelsea, right? Yeah, well, Chelsea and United are probably in the same boat. They're both just shit. So that's a toss, that was a toss of a coin. I didn't know we was going to beat Chelsea. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know it was gonna be Chelsea. I'll be mm. totally honest with you. How could you know? You don't know what's going on. Remember, what you say? What you saying? What you saying about Onana? I like Onana. Still, yeah. Yeah, as Onana just needs to be in a team that's. They probably need to build the team around him. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> he that. need to build the team around Onana. Trust me, he just needs to be. <laughs> he just needs to be. Um, confident what they bought him in for they're not even allowing him not even i don't want to say allowing him but what what they bought him in for they're, they're not, not even utilizing his strengths basically they're not even they're not even playing like that you know what yeah. i'm trying to say like that the, the gaffer has got such like little faith in his team that he's going along all the time that he's getting rid of his own like his own ethos you know what i'm trying to say like yeah. he's not even he's not even following it because of the lack of faith and, and ability that, that he sees in them players like you know what i'm trying to say so if you're not controlling games and if you're just booting it long and just conceding possession and just inviting pressure, these things like these things are gonna happen. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it's easy to like, I don't know, it's it's easy to chat shit. Obviously, it's cause it's United, isn't it? Like so people wanna find make scapegoats and all that and all that. Keepers are gonna do stupid things and make mistakes all the time. And especially don't help when your confidence is down and then you've got like a makeshift back four in front of you and your midfield can't play football and hold the ball. All this stuff. It's just part and parcel of the game. So it sounds cute and it's funny. Like, obviously, I understand you don't enjoy it, but, like, I ain't got no problem with Anana. You get me? Keepers do stupidness all the time. Like, we've got a better goalkeeper than we had last season. That's all that matters to me. And if I was going to move forward and change better things about the team, goalkeeper's not... No, I'm not looking at the goalkeeper. I'm fine. I'm happy with the goalkeeper. So you don't have to be happy with him, but he's not your goalkeeper. So that doesn't matter. Um, I see bigger issues in... I see big issues in midfield, like defence. Like, who, who, what team finished that game? Like, we're still, we're playing with like Evans and 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 Maguire at centre-back and that. Like, the team's crazy. Everything over there is, everything over there is mad, you get me? And things just go from bad to worse and they'll probably get worse before they get better. Um, that result definitely probably put him on um, on manager watch now. It's not helping. For you though? Huh? For you? You disagree with that though, no? I've never sacked the manager. I've never been I've never advocated to sack any manager that we've ever had. That's not my story. You get me? And um accountability and all them kind of things, you get me, and responsibility and all that kind of stuff, it actually means something, innit? So where he's the leader, it's always gonna it's always gonna fall on him, you get me? So when people start when people start pointing the finger at him, 
and questioning what he's not doing right and all that. It's always justified. You get me? But there's lots, there's lots going on here. I'm probably more, I'm more onto the players. You know what I'm trying to say? Because again, it's just, it's, it's just rinse and repeat. It's easy to sit here and chat shit. If everyone, nobody that doesn't support Manchester United doesn't actually care. It'll be kicky, kicky in, laugh, laugh, laughing, get rid of the manager, bring in a new guy, same thing, new manager, little bounce, give him 200, 300 million, get the results for the season. Players decide, I actually, no, don't like this guy. Get him sacked. And it's just going to be rinse and repeat and it's just not going to help, innit? I told you, man. I'm a, um, I like solutions more than problems. So until we find a solution to our problem, I don't think knee-jerk reactions make a difference. Like, I don't think that you say, oh, yeah, sack the gaffer before it's too late. Before what? If it's like after when it's done, gone bad already. Like, what you, be, be, sack it be, before what? Oh, no. But obviously, if we get knocked out of Champions League and then get battered by Liverpool, which seems highly likely, I don't know whether they're going to, um, in the face of all that backlash, I don't know whether they're going to um, have the strength to stand by the gaffer. But you would want them to. Huh? You would want them to. What, to stand by him? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, always. Why not? Bloody hell. You so don't, don't know. You don't, you keep don't, on going the way it's going. You don't, don't. You would still say, I want the club to stand by the manager. The manager is not the problem here. The manager is not the problem here. Wow. I don't know how long he's been watching football for. I don't know how long he's been watching Manchester United for. I don't know how long he's been watching these these pieces of shit players for. The manager's not the problem here. It doesn't matter who you bring in. He's not the answer, is he? Huh? He's not the answer, is he? There's no answer. What's who's the answer? Again, you always do this. Ateta. And you got no and you don't have no Ateta. Oh, yeah, well, try fine. get Dizubi in. Use a one nothing. So try, I don't know. Try get in. If, if you want to be the answer to I a feel, to a feel good factor. I reckon that Dizubi will get more to the players. And I reckon Dizubi will kill his career at United. If he's there in the same setup, if he came here, he wouldn't do nothing. What's he going to do with him? It's the same setup. Like, these men don't know about top players. I think they there. don't want to play Dizubi for Dizubi couldn't do Tenag. nothing at United. I don't think nobody... I don't Honestly, I don't know who I could. think they don't want to play for Tenag. Yeah, but when they did want to play for him, they won something. They had the better season than usual last and year. You keep saying, something changed. Yeah, but then, so then they decide that they want a new manager, then they play for him for one season and decide they don't want him again and you just do the same no, thing I again. they want this one, this particular one out. Didn't they want to have a particular one out as well? No, I'm just talking about this one. I'm, I'm doing too much present tense. Yeah, but didn't they do that? Didn't they want this already? No, you're talking about present tense. So what, you just give the players what they want? I think it's important. Surely. Oh, no, man. Because you're, you're trying to get them to play for you, right? And if they can't play for you, you you have an um, inept team, surely. It was the same shit, innit? The same thing with um greatest manager in the world. I like Mourinho. the fact that he's standing by Ten Hag, to be honest. And I, I remember you telling me that he was better than Arteta, innit? He was last like year. He was he was like literally one of the best in the league. In fact, there was a point in time when you said he was the best manager in the league based on form. That's what you were telling me. So if it was based on form, I don't understand no, the no, argument. No, I said I just remember it. I'm not, I'm not saying that what you said wasn't true. It's allowed to be true. In your opinion. <laughs> nah, it's in most I like people's the opinion. Fact you're still sticking and by it's in Stack's opinion. Because you don't because everybody's got um great vision with hindsight. We're not doing revisionist history. When people got in especially when it's based on form. So when people do good, yeah, they're allowed to be praised, yeah, and they deserve whatever accolades they get. Just like when they're doing bad, they're allowed to but be criticized. So anything you're saying about the month. That's fine. So anything you're How saying about make any sense. One second. So anything you're saying about I apologize. about um Ten Hag now, yeah, while he's playing bad, is all deserved. 
all the criticism, any opinion that you have on him is fine and it's all deserved. Doesn't erase what he done last year. So what we were saying at the time, they're going to be different. Do you agree that he got play, uh, manager of the month and then Maguire got player of the month? And um, Garnacho got goal of the month? Do you agree with all three of those? Yeah, Garnacho, 100%. I mean, it was a special goal, but the other two. I don't know. I didn't see what other performances anybody else had for for um for Maguire. Maguire only looks good because we've been so bad. Thing is, if it is that he was manager of the month, why why are you United fans getting onto him now after this this understandable defeat? That was um what understandable defeat? Bournemouth's not understandable, and also that was them cooking the books. We won like was it three or four games that month or something like that? Games that we probably should have lost. What was that? The Everton one in there. <coughs> um, Fulham that we'd won in the last minute so it wasn't like they was dominating these things or whatever but you lot can massage the stat to look however you want who's but you lot? people who like yeah well people who like the stats innit that's 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 why you got it that, I swear that's like a um, curse or something like that that manager of the month curse because yeah it's quick and he's got it as well and they went on a losing streak it's a curse man hopefully Arteta gets it next do you think that those particular institutions are just playing the whole social media game at this point in time that's all they ever do that's why they ain't got no respect and you can tell they're doing it with the way that they report my team. It's crazy. Yeah, man. Sorry. Continue now. All right. Well, Unai Emery side, um, two points off the top of the Premier League mm, after 15 successive home win. Let me give, let me give him a uh, round of applause for that one. Is it? Yeah. This, this is great. Hold up. Are you really happy about that? I think he's he's been playing a blinder, to be honest, with... With the the players that he has at his disposal, that's what I'm saying. They're underrated. Can, they're playing fit. him. They're playing him. They're playing it down. If he could do that for Aston Villa, he could do that for United. That's not true because he couldn't do it for Arsenal. And Arsenal's a bit. And United's a bigger As- club. Arsenal's a better team though. Arsenal's a bigger club, and he couldn't do it agree. for Arsenal. Agree. I agree that Arsenal's a bigger club. So than your United. statement's flawed. That's all right. Let's get into this. <laughs> 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 I tell you though, the likes of Emre, um, Ange, Deserbi, even Eddie Howe, they are not helping Eric Ten Hag. One at little at all bit at all. Not even not even one yeah. iota. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's that's true. You take yeah. that. Yeah. John McGinn's early goal was enough to earn Aston Villa a one 0 win over Arsenal that moves them to within two points of the Premier League summit. The Gunners were knocked off the top of the table by Liverpool earlier on Saturday and faced a formidable task if they wanted to regain their place with the Villa winning um fourteen consecutive home matches in the Premier League since the February defeat. Um, against Mikel Arteta's Arsenal side. Villa had never won 15 top flat home matches in a row, but smashed the glass ceiling thanks to McGinn, who struck early during a flying start from the host. Uh, Villa were unable to sustain, to sustain their intensity and had Diego Carlos to thank for two goal line clearances, while Kyle Havertz's late equaliser was disallowed for handball as Emery's side clung on to a win that surely confirms their status as Premier League title contenders. Do you think the goal was fairly disallowed? What the Havertz one? Handball. Um, I think due down to the law, yeah. it was correct. But how he called that? <laughs> <laughs> that is cheeky. He's <laughs> that got the vision, cheeky. man. He saw it, man. Yeah, but my thing isn't really that, to be honest. What's your take I mean, on the game? None of my gripes are the referee-related stuff. Only because kind of seen it as a default now I, I've kind of seen it as uh, we're not going to get things our way until you get them your way so we should got, then just focus on 
making sure that whatever interruption from the ref doesn't like lose us the game. So just let's, let's just focus on what it is that we can basically do. Is this what you're telling yourself now? So you're no, playing against you're playing is, against the ref is, and VAR every week now. This is me. This is me. Siege mentality. It's this, probably you this, lot against wait, the wait, world. This is just me. I'm not saying I'm speaking for every single. Any athlete. results that's gone use us way don't mean don't count for nothing, can it? You do realize that we've lost twice. Oh hey. Yes, we've lost twice. I've watched your manager this season and come out praising. We should have VAR. never have lost that game. Do you know that I've seen your manager come out this season? This season, praising VAR and the work that the referees do. I, I don't the know results if that's accurate. Yeah, it's true. So no, no, I've no, I, I hear you talking to me, but the, the event that you're talking about that you're, you're citing, there was context to that that was stripped away, and then it was um, put next to this new event horizon. <laughs> And then it looks like, oh my goodness, so it's going your way, it's fine. But when it's not, there's this. It's mm. it's it's inaccurate. Uh, but that's that's not a hint. I, okay, I can kill, kill us because every manager would do the same thing anyway. Okay, go right. Because we've seen that born out after the fact. But this season we up we are up against um, VAR, and it could be all down to Arteta, <laughs> him saying what he said and daring them. And it's, I believe it's also encouraged other managers to say, well, if he's allowed to do it, let me now lean in a bit heavy. And rightfully so, things need to change. But we are going to pay for it this season. This narrative stinks. You are going up against VAR. Arsenal got beef with VAR and the refs. And that's why it's so hard for you to win a game. I don't want to generalise it. Let's, no, let's be specific. I see what you are let's doing. Let's be specific. I respect it. No, no. Because you know when I talk to you about this, it's yeah. different than me... Um, being a, a, a another Arsenal fan that's formulated certain thoughts and just peddling it, right? I am mm. speaking to you of my own volition, my own thought process, and I will give you examples as to why I've come to this particular thought process. That should be a penalty, yes? What? The Jesus um, foul. Well, yeah. Where mm. he kicked his foot. It should be a penalty, No. I didn't think it was a penalty. Why I, didn't I, you think it was a penalty? In real time, you got to use, as like, if I was referring that, you got to use discernment and, and understand what was going on. Just the way that was like a coming together of, of, of legs. That wasn't like a him. It wasn't like, an, it wasn't like Douglas Ruiz or whatever. Was it Douglas Ruiz? He kicked. No, they both. His they, foot. They both, they both kicked up together and their legs clashed. Alright, cool. Anyway. It wasn't like That's fine, was... that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. So No, because when I how, saw it, I was thinking, I was saying I hope I was saying I hope I was saying I hope that I hope the rest of the game. How about the elbow? He put his arm like it, it wasn't an elbow, it was an arm up to shield. It's not my fault, my man's short, innit? Yeah, yeah, cool. Intention. Cool. Why was he given a yellow card? I mean the ref didn't see it. That must have been under direction from VAR. From VAR? Who did you say the ref didn't see it? You're saying that VAR checked it and said possible red card? I don't know, because if you said the ref didn't see it, who who gave him? Who? He just gave him the, red, the the yellow card. I'm sure. I guess somebody in his ear told him, "Yeah, he did elbow him, but we can't we can't allow them to be good on one because Arsenal will run them ragged." It, it speaks to the intent in it, yeah. So your intention was to show them off the ball and and to, to raise your arm because of the dangerous motion it's just, it's and it's what happened. Where that's why we're that's why we're that's why we're carding you. Tell me something. If your intention was to elbow him, you would have got a red. The same incident happened. When y'all are playing and Garnacho gets a conk in his head. Bear in mind, you guys are playing Liverpool. Yes? Uh -huh. Liverpool. 
and that happens. Exact same thing. What would you want done? What should be done? If it was and that's, that's where I stop. That's where I stop. So I said, if like, it was the exact same thing, I would say it was a red. what I'm saying regarding the refereeing, I'm giving you examples as to why I'm saying I don't rule it, rule it out. We just need to do better. You're watching with your sure. Arsenal tinted glasses. I watched both those incidents and I said to myself, if you got a red card there, that would have been harsh. And I also said, I don't think this is a penalty. That's, there's, and that, there's, that's there's, nice. there's no that, bias. That, that is nice. Anyway, so this is what I mean when I say I'd rather win the game irrespective of the refereeing intervention. Okay. Okay, so we could put it beyond the shadow of a doubt. Do you think you deserved anything from the game, regardless of the ref? Yeah, we didn't. We weren't as sharp enough because Odegaard had two fantastic opportunities. He, he did. didn't put away. He did. Um, so I, I do believe that, yeah, we did enough to win, but we just didn't. Well, um, Villa, Villa started good. No, we didn't do enough to win. We did enough to create chances to win, but we didn't finish it. Yeah, Villa, Villa, Villa started good. They started strong. Um, Yuzo was just growing into the game. I was happy. No, I wasn't happy after the game. Obviously, I don't like the fact that. Didn't. But I'm, I'm, I'm good this season. Like we are playing wavy this season. You're we not. just need a couple little adjustments, little tweaks. Yeah, yeah. We need a striker. We need another midfielder, right? And Timber needs to come back, and that's all going to happen. So, like I keep telling you, I see this as a long, um, a long term. Uh, investment. My watching Arsenal again and loving Arsenal again is not long. To, it's long to reverse. I don't expect to win the league just because we came second last year, but I do believe that we are better than we were last year. The league is far more competitive than it was last year. Uh, we are seeing even um, City. What the hell is City doing? What what are they doing? Liverpool's back. Liverpool's playing well. Aston Villa's playing bloody well. Tottenham. If it is that they come summer, they make. Um, signings where if they lose a couple of key players they still have the same system in play when they come back again this is great and we are up there i haven't felt this way for bloody years i can't you can't dissuade me from being joyous even after that particular defeat because even though liverpool's sitting pretty at the top they're not sitting pretty at the top i'm confident going into the anfield game i'm confident. I'm, conf I'm confident that we will turn up Aye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not riddled with fair. Well, it'll be it'll be a great result if you can go to Anvil and get something. I said from them two tough away games, if you take anything from four to six points, two wins, I would have said I would have said wrap up wrap up the league, put it in a bowl, give it to them. Yeah, if you've done two wins there. A win and a draw. Even a win and a draw would have been extremely impressive. Split, splitting the results, it's just it's just um, coin toss stuff. So probably doesn't give me as much information as I would want. I don't know if you are the team to chase down a lead. You get me? Man can be talking all what they want about City. At one point, the gap between City and Arsenal was, was 10 points. It's a different league now. Yeah, it is, but it's just the same. It's a, it's a different team, but it's the same. It's the same mindset, and we know that they haven't switched on yet. You know what I'm trying to say? So again, the same about opinions and conjecture, whatever it may be. We know that they're capable of putting together twenty wins on a spin in all competitions. We know that they can do it. They haven't done it yet, and it's still ifs and buts and maybes or whatever. But we know fully well we've got a huge enough sample size to know that they're capable of doing that. So if they if they switched, 
it like it is what it is. So that gap's not big enough to write off City yet. I would never Liverpool, write them off. yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool are are almost are almost back. If you watch, they're getting the results. I yeah, think I they're doing think a bit they're, more. I don't think they're fully back. They're, they're letting in goals. Isn't yeah. They? But it's still it's showing resilience and all that. It's kind of in keeping with what Arsenal are doing. Arsenal ain't playing as good a football as they was last year. They're not as good as they was last year. Sorry, have but Liverpool been playing heavy hitters though? I don't know, but they're getting the results, man. Yeah, I hear that. hundred percent hear that. Yeah, but the heavy hitters don't matter. There's no heavy there's no one in the league that's a heavy God hitter for them at, at at home. You, you draw to them or you beat them. God forbid. Oh yeah, God forbid. God forbid. But if that happens, it's again, over, it then. just fortifies my confidence. <laughs> if we beat Liverpool, we're back in the title race. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. sure. But I can't be dissuaded with my joy, man. I can't be. Because I saw the game. I saw the game. Mm. And again, I'm still thinking we are going to be cooking when it is that we just make a couple of tweaks. And that's it's coming. It's coming. Well, maybe. You haven't had your, you haven't had your Arsenal dip yet. Which is which is gonna come? I don't think it's due. It's always due. No, it's you not due. You do something every no, season. No, this this is this qualifies as of a dip. This is the new new. <laughs> <laughs> this is the new new. This is our dip. It's unfair because Villa's gone fifteen, won fifteen games at home, and Anfield's a fortress. So losing these two games, even if you lost, even if you lost both of them, I don't think that'd be I fair to, to call that it. a dip. I don't 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 quote those stats to me because I saw the game. I told you we should have. Come out there with a win without the referee's interference. 100%. Yeah, but you didn't. I saw the game. Yeah, but you didn't. I know, but don't see it as... That doesn't matter. You shouldn't have came out of Luton with, with, a, with, with a win. You shouldn't have came out of Luton with a pin. I saw the game, but you did. So it's just, just results. Just, it doesn't matter. You just quoted Aston Villa form, right? Mm -hmm. And I just spoke to that. I didn't speak to Luton's form. I spoke to Aston Villa's form. No, but I would expect to you go saying to you should have came out of there with a point doesn't mean that. I would expect to go to Luton and win. That's me. Yeah, but you shouldn't have if you watched the game. I sh we shouldn't have won. Are you mad? No, no. If you watched that game, you shouldn't. You know, we shouldn't have won. So who should have won? Should have drew the game. No, 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 no. My friend, we should have won. Should have drew. We should have won. You did win. That's what I'm saying. You, should, you didn't deserve it. No, surprised. you didn't deserve it. That's that. You should have been a draw. That was a smash and grab at the end there. Absolute bollocks. All right, cool, did you even man. watch the game? You didn't watch the game. Yes, I watched I the game. You didn't. I've seen the highlights, bro. <laughs> this guy. Anyway, anyway, my friend, I'm happy. I'm a happy man. I'm a happy Arsenal fan. Yeah, yeah, different to all the Arsenal fans being so happy after dropping points and not um, like grabbing control of the, the league. Season over, man. It's not. It's a marathon. There's not. So there's a few more crazy, crazy results. To I hundred percent believe so. But I suppose the fact that you haven't even got it together yet is also a good sign that's what I'm saying I want I want Liverpool to do us a favour no I want you to do us a favour you can't try to grab a draw you can't count on us for anything I'm glad that you said that what if you can rely on United to do stuff I'm glad that you've said that you guys have fallen so far huh Grace. what what is is even the theatre dreams anymore man it's nothing. They really, we need a new stadium, though. Everyone knows that. We need a new stadium, man. It's 2024, man. A place is a museum. We need a new stadium, man. We need, um, what's the word? We need investment, man. We need an influx of some money, man. Right clipping them, man. Got to do it. Two billion. That's why we should have got the Sheiks, man. Two billion. New stadium. Just go play crap football in there. United are down bad at the minute, man. But, um, 
I tell people all the time, it's always easier to replace one player, one person than 25 people. You get me? And it's hard to make that excuse for Donny because he's brought in some of his own players. So he should have the numbers there. Like He should understand the kind of people that he's brought in. But it's still, it's a bad bunch, man. It's a bad bunch. Tough times for United. Can you remember last year when it is you said that you guys are in the title? We was. Remember, we was in all four competitions. Why do you keep asking me? Do you remember when I said stuff that when I said them, they was true? What's it matter that I said them? That they didn't morning. come true. I you? never said I was a mind reader or I could read the future. How are you? Hello? Morning, morning. Morning. I, can't, I can barely hear you guys. I don't know if it's just my phone. It's got to be. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear yeah, you. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, My name is Noam. Um, I'm an Arsenal fan. I just know it's cool on the Villa game. Me personally, I'm super frustrated with the team in general. I definitely feel like we should have won that game. Like We just needed to take our chances. I don't think Aston Villa posed much of a threat in the entire game. They had that one opportunity and they took it. But in my view, just poor defending from Ben White. Uh, Declan Rattie was on the game, tried to do hero ball and go out to Ben White. Um, daily to cut the pass but you didn't and then yeah the game was open so it was just, it just yeah the whole game was just frustrating I just felt like we had the opportunities to put it away and make a statement and I felt okay. like the two times this season we need to make the statement so against Newcastle and then this game against Villa we, we haven't been able to do it and I just feel like it's going to be a trend the rest of the season like okay if Arsenal win this game it's going to be a statement to the league and then <laughs> we're not so, yeah, I'm just frustrated. And then the um, the forwards as well. Saka's got like five goals in the Premier League. I think between Martinez and Zeti, they've only got like four. Like, they're killing it in the Champions League, but in the league, they ain't really been kicking ball. And he's just been, yeah, man, pick up the pace. Do you think he made the wrong choice bringing off Martinelli? Pardon? Do you think that, um, they made the wrong choice bringing off Martinelli for Trossard? No, no, Martinelli was having a poor game. Like, yeah, he, he tries hard. Like, he, he runs his play ragged, but he, he, he needs to be an alpha player. Like, he, he wasn't contributing to the game um, much. So I thought bringing on Trossard was a good move, but Trossard himself, when he came on, he didn't <laughs> he didn't play well himself. So, yeah. I thought uh, I didn't know what wingers, he looked like he had more of a threat down the left. I feel like Martinelli always looks like a threat, but then... At those games where, he, yeah, he always looks like a threat. Like that's just because of his style of football. But if, like, if you just keep going down the line and then nothing's coming up from it, then in my in my point of view, you you got to try to switch up, which is what I t- what they try to do. But Trossard, yeah, didn't play himself in glory either. So, and you don't think it was a bit unfair saying that they only had like the one chance that they took? There was. Obviously, you definitely grew into the game, but there was a few counter-attacks there. You was weak on the left side. Zinchenko's defending was terrible. Um, even in the second half, that um, DRB looked like a little threat. I see him putting balls in. If their finishing was a little bit better, they could have created a bit more. I don't think so, you know. I feel like we had control the whole game. Besides the, the Watkins half-chance, I don't think... I feel like if we just finished our dinner, like, oh, the dog should have done better on the two chances we had. Jay Zeus in the box. I've never seen 
Jay-Z cover Poor Touch. Like, of all the things we say about Jay-Z, that's an amazing touch. There you got a poor touch in the box. The only player that played well that game would probably be Havertz. I don't even like saying it because I think he's whack. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah, that's frustrating. If Liverpool win the league this year, I'm going to be so vexed. Because in my head, it's like, if not, if not City, then it has to be us. And there shouldn't be any excuses for it. Because last season, we was right up there. And you should be improving on that. Would, so, yeah. Would you feel more confident being first and um, trying to open up that gap and lead from the front? Or do you think you got it in you to be like second, third and chase a Liverpool C? Difficult question, man. I feel like I, I'll definitely feel more comfortable leading leading the pack, being top of the league. And if we drop points at some games, cool. But I don't like dropping points so early on and not leading the pack. I, I want to be the, the standard for the league. You know, if you understand what I mean. I want everybody to be chasing us. I feel like we'll do better that way. I love that this is our new normal. Huh? I love that this is our new normal. Yeah, it will be expectations. Yeah, no, it has 100%. to be. Oh, just leading and just not winning anything. You don't really need to win something. Like, you said the last season. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm going to double down on it. Like, you don't really, really, really need to, to win something. <laughs> just to solidify you's position and so you are actually where you think you are. I don't want no false dawns on these things. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's... Yeah, just... There is hate, there is, there is coming from hate, there is a bit of hater in there with me, but it's actually valid though. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, it's actually valid. Like, you don't really need to win something. Champions League. Champions League? Yeah, no, I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... Go for it, man. Yeah. If you don't win the Champions League, you won't hear a peep out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's not failure if you don't win anything, but if you, yeah, if you don't, it's going to be like, what, you've just been competing for no reason. Like, at the end of the like, you need to win something by the end of this, isn't it? Like, obviously, maybe it's not this season, but if you don't win something by the end of next season, <laughs> I don't know what I thought it's still doing there. Like, for your project, <laughs> how long is this project meant to last? With it, like, I want to win something. Yes, I disagree so, with that vehemently. I disagree with that so strongly. Like, he is uh, maybe broad, that's you're uh, you're you're an older Arsenal fan. Isn't it? I'm 22. I've not seen none of the glory days, Jonathan. I'm going to see some glory days. Get me a manager that can bring me glory days, man. When I was going to school, yeah, and United were up here, yeah, I was like, damn, I want that to be me, man. Yeah. I've never had that. I want to yeah. have that, you understand? Yeah, so, I understand, man. I'm not patient for it. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, man. I hear you, bro. Well, thanks for your call, man. Yeah, man. I just want to call and give my two cents, man. Yeah, Thank I you, guys. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it greatly. Every so. penny counts, man. And our last sports headlines for the day is um, Hanian Progress. Did you watch that one? I did, man. Well, I, I kind of joined it late, man. I woke up a bit late, man. But brilliant, man. Oh, yeah. Brilliant display of boxing, man. I missed nope. it. I didn't even know the fight was on. You didn't even give me the. You didn't even tell me, man. He wasn't present on Friday, man. I'm going to lift this down, <laughs> <all right>. <laughs> <laughs> But remember on Friday, we were talking about how. Um, it could be potentially like a close fight and it's it really is a good fight, isn't it? But you may not see another one-sided fight, this one-sided, between elite boxers ever. That's including Terence Crawford and, and Errol Spence. I was just about to say, what, Crawford? Well, it was more one-sided than that? Yeah. Every judge gave it 
every round to Haney. Oh, he went all the way? Yeah. So you know how, obviously, certain times, you like, it's one-sided, but you get different judges saying this, that, and the third, but still one-sided. There's a big gap. They gave 12 rounds to Devin Haney. Every one of them judges. One it's side. such a it, dominant it was, performance. Why couldn't you put him to today? See, this, this, I think it was because maybe, um, to be fair, he's new to 140. I personally don't think he has the power to like necessarily stop a guy like he, do, he doesn't have like one one knockout power in it like one punch knockout power mm. but to be fair i think if he pushed it i think he could have stopped him but i think he just he doesn't he, he wasn't really that interested i think he dropped him though in the, like the third or fourth round third round i believe um but i don't think probably was like hurt like that it was one of those speed flash knock it, it wasn't it was more than a flash knockdown you know what i'm saying but it was still one of those ones where it's like you're you're not seeing it coming so it dropped to, you know what I'm saying, that type of thing. It wasn't like he was hurt. His legs were still there and all that type of stuff, right? But you could just see throughout the entire fight, the guy, the guy was just levels above, man. Just levels. You know what I'm saying? It was one of those things where he came in. And and you know, I think one of the one of the big the best things about Devin Haney is he's one of the most disciplined fighters out there. So he's got a game plan. It works from round one, two, and three. He'll stick to it. There's no changing, there's no getting excited. Let me try and do something. Disciplined. And that's why he was able to to do all that. It. It, it was almost like he got to a stage where he thought, okay, you know what? Let me try that thing that I tried in, in training, in sparring, that worked, that I wouldn't necessarily try in a big fight just in case. I'm going to try it here. You know what I'm saying? So it just looked beautiful. Everything was working. Everything was working. It couldn't have been a better performance. I say he's putting on a show. 100%. 100%. Like for people who, 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 um, who want to see a fight where it's like, and understand why people like boxing and not just for the, the brutality of it, but like the skill and the art. Watch that fight. Watch that fight. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So speaking to um, Chris Mannix inside the ring about moving from lightweight to super lightweight, he said it was a tremendous difference. And you can see it in my performance. I felt so much stronger. Mm. 140 got a new king. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a sick division as well, you know? Sick division. You got Teofimo Lopez there. I think he's yeah, he's got a belt. He beat um just Taylor. Well yeah, anyway, yeah, he beat just Taylor one sided as well. So Teofimo's got a belt. You've got uh, Matias, he's got a belt. He won like a couple of weeks ago. You've got um Haney, he's got a belt now. Was that WBC's lightweight? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um who else has got a belt? I feel like someone else has got a belt. I can't remember. But yeah, but it's a sick it's a sick division, man. I'm not too sure if any one of them can like become undisputed at that weight class because you know sometimes certain people will be dodging this that, and the third in it and you know the politics of boxing and things of that nature but if someone can get undisputed at that weight class they're a serious boxer man. i mean they're, they're all serious anyway they're all serious anyway but teofimo and devin haney are serious boxers who i think will be able to one day get to that position of like terence crawford and, and haney not in terms of like their ability but in terms of we've got all the belts now it's just the two of us let's mm. fight you know what i'm saying um, but I'd say, saying that, the route to get to that position might mean by that time, Shakur Stevenson steps up to 140. Might mean that um, Tank steps up to 140. Garcia's already at 140. Garcia had a fight, when was this? Last week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he stopped that guy. I think we spoke about it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, then you've got Warrington from here, from the UK as well, I believe, is at 140. Yeah. So, like, he's another, he's another serious boxer as well. His last fight against Linares wasn't the, the best fight in the world, but. Like, you know what I mean? He beat, many people would say on paper at least, like, you know what I mean? Like, he beat just Taylor. And just Taylor, obviously, um, just about edged to Progre a few years back as well. So, 
long story short, it's a serious, it's a serious division, man. I want to see Tank fight one of these guys. To be fair, you know what I'm saying. I don't, I don't like Tank. Obviously, is a is a one thirty five er, but if he's gonna stay at one thirty five and not fight Lomachenko, not fight like Shakur, for example, then what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Like Tank is a serious guy. Like he's he's got an IQ and he's a knockout artist as well. Mm. Go and fight these guys. You've sparred Devin Haney a couple of times before. You guys are similar type of weight classes, man. To be great as well, you got to go up in, in weight classes. Not everyone's going to be at your weight class. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. Boxing is going to be interesting next year. Definitely got a bright future, man. Well, mm-hmm. that is the end of our sports headlines. Oh, so, one last thing. Um, Billum Smith. Remember, remember Chris Billum Smith? He beat uh, Macaulay. Okay, and yeah. We were chatting about him. We were like, what the hell's going on there? Anyway, him. He won yesterday as well. He beat uh, Master Nack, I believe his name is. I, didn't, I haven't watched that fight, though. Um, but Reactpo is calling him out, man. Yeah. yeah, he's the only one he's actually lost to. Like, as in he, like, uh, Ben Smith, he's had 20 fights now. Lost, sorry, 119, lost one. And I think it, that one loss was to Reactpo. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> Bill and Smith is, is the is the champ at the moment, man. But I think Reactpo wants to go there and fight him again and get that belt. Yeah, well, let's see yeah. if we can make that happen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get my Eddie Hearn on, you get me? <laughs> But yeah, that's the end of our sports headlines, man. Let's get into our last segment of the day. Uh, done out here. In the link. All right, click the, Brent, the link, Brent. Let me get this. It's not working on my side. I can't see it. We to see humans being horrible, I'm guessing. What's this? It's just unnecessary, you know. Trying to sweep up his store. You gotta admit that's outrageous. What are you doing? They give them powers there. So what? You're covering his sleeping bag. That's wrong. You know that. What are you doing? No, no, Wait, so play that again because I missed what was actually going on. What's going on? You tr- so there's a homeless man mm-hmm. sleeping rough outside. Who is this? Who is this man with the bucket in there? Security. He's security for McDonald's. Yeah. Next door, not where the homeless man is. Now, by the way, I don't know if he wasn't outside of his shop. Yeah, but still, he's moved, and now you point what? Yeah, yeah. yeah Whilst he's at his stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's kicking his bed and thing. Mm-hmm. And then he's putting yeah. the water there so he doesn't put the stuff there. It's cold out here, you know. You know whose fault this is? Obviously, conservatives. Conservatives? Yeah. What was that woman I said at the time? It's a lifestyle? Cruella Braverman. This is Rishi and Sorella's fault, man. This is your people, E-Man. I don't even know why you're calling them out like that. This is conservative. <laughs> this is conservative behavior. Yeah, they're celebrating in the in the in the offices right now. Yeah, no, that was horrible, man. Yeah, that was just unnecessary, man. Mm-hmm. But again, I think when you put them kind of sentiments out that this is people's lifestyle choices and vilifying them and making them like the enemy, then you you empower and embolden people like that to think that they can just act how they want and then just be horrible and just not have no. Humanity. Why are you gonna go and work out the man's bed for? To and he's not even outside your shop. Can you imagine. 
But to say that though, there are many people out there with different lifestyle choices, <laughs> and nobody's allowed to go and <laughs> start throwing water on them and stuff, innit? So he shouldn't be allowed to do this, even if it, it um, was a lifestyle choice, which it isn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, it is. Over the Christmas, I don't know how we're going to do this, but um, maybe like, let's just get some acts of kindness, man. Yeah, man. Can't we, can't we um, promote some people that do. That, that do good. There's too much going on in the world, man, for people to just be in horrible every day. I mean, I know when I want to have done that is, but maybe we can champion some people that's doing nice things. Mm. And we get like some acts of kindness over the, over the Christmas period that I can highlight maybe. Because humans mm. are just horrible, man. Yeah, for real. We need to restore faith in humanity and just let you know that not everybody out there is just pieces of shit. You know what I'm saying? Totally agree. We've been seeing the, that stupid guy, Barton, and what he's been up to. Joey, he's, he's launched on a podcast, isn't it? Hasn't he really launched it? I don't think the episode's out yet. You think it's a rollout? You're saying... Oh, 100%. But you're saying he's not going to keep the same um, energy? Oh, I mean, he probably will, but everything that he's doing online now is to get eyes on him because he's for his podcast. The like episode one's going to fly and hopefully he can retain whatever audience he gets from it. But yeah, it's definitely it's definitely a rollout. Like he's, like he's crazy. He's crazy. I don't know why he's just turning against the women. What's funny is you that... it's just the women that he's turned against? Um, that's the main one that I saw. I didn't care about anything oh, else. Because okay. it's funny because um, a lot of the stuff that he's saying is kind of true. You get me like... Talk to know. me. Let me just get my timestamp. Huh? <laughs> Go. No, 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 no. So what has Barton said that you agree with? What about the women in sports that are um, sending players nudes and breaking up families and having full-on affairs and thing? Them getter that he's calling out, yeah, been getting cooked up by footballers. Women in the industry been get cooked up by footballers, whether it be journalists, physios, uh, staff. <gasps> That's what he means by flattened grass. Maybe like um, staff, like just the <laughs> staff, the girls that work in the clubs and thing. And if you anybody who knows football, any if you got anybody that even inside the football world, you know that life, like these are facts of facts of facts. Gala man can't be around each other. These guys are getting cooked up regular. You get me? I don't understand what you're saying. You're saying that the <laughs> people who are now making presenters... Some of them presenter gala was outside. W wickedness. I know this for facts. What? Yeah, some of them gala that he's arguing with that's online. That's why they, when he's piping up here, they're not they're not they're not saying anything because of the attitude and the stance that he's got. And he's a madman. He might even have receipts. He probably blow up some of his former players. Some of these men he know fully well's been cooking up these gal from the beginning of the time, and they're just making it in their career. And now they're in different places, isn't it? But he's saying like, "Oh, don't forget yourself." Like I don't know where I've gone. This stuff's been happening from the beginning of the time. This is facts. So his argument is that they are getting it because they shot the pumper. Surely that's not what he's saying. And, sorry, what? You're saying that he is saying... I don't know what argument he had with that. Was it Braithwaite and Woods or whatever? I can't remember what argument he had with them, but a couple of the points that he was actually making when he was addressing them, I don't know how it started. They slept their way to the presenter chair? Not necessarily that. But that's but what you're saying. That's what you're implying. No, I'm not. That's not what I'm implying. All right, talk to me. What are you talking about? Explain. Explain I'm what? confused. Why are you be confused? You just, I, just, I just broke it down to you clearly. You said that a lot of what he's saying is facts. About I'm, talking about I'm just talking about their argument, the argument that he had with them presenters girls. who are women. He was saying he was saying in the streets. He was saying and you use, know that he's firsthand. saying you are quiet now. Yeah, 
you are piping up, you are saying this stuff, and now I'm saying things with this energy that I'm coming. You are quiet now, and you get me like, why are you not quiet? Because you know I'll talk up the things, and I'm saying some of the people that he was dealing with, I know fully well was getting blazed by footballers. So that's what I was saying. That like, just the energy that he's got, like he's some of the stuff that he's saying is true. So the female presenters that he mentioned, yeah, got blazed by footballers. Well, most girl in football been, been getting blazed by the footballers. What do you not think this is? Are you so childish or something? What year was you born in? Double. Most women in sports, yeah, that are in and around it are getting cooked up by the other sportsmen. Like, what are you talking about? Journalists, receptionists, physio gal. Like, it's not just football, basketball, <laughs> NBA, what? The cheerleaders. The, the, you think gal are getting cooked everywhere. Quick question. It's not even just football. In the offices, you've got to work. <laughs> no, gal in the offices I, I, are getting I smoked. Gal and man, Lincoln, working together for any long period yeah, yeah, of time. Yeah. You're not seeing anything. Cooked. You're not seeing anything. Right now, what you're seeing is that there are consented adults having sex. But what he's implying is that because they had sex, they got privileges off the back of it. That's not so they set their way to the top. I won't, that wasn't a point I had. This I is what making. I want to find out. <laughs> it's not. It's what you want me to say. So you could be up. No, I don't want to click this up because I, don't I think, think the it's argument accurate. that he was making, he was saying something about he's never, he's not sure about, he doesn't. What did he say something about the women in football? Because obviously he was chatting shit about the commentators and and all that kind of stuff. I don't know, but he was saying that he he's always kind of had an issue with the women in football because of the stuff that goes on in it because of the affairs that they've had and sending footballers nudes and and all this kind of stuff and his messed up relationships and messed up the sort of relationship between men and women in the sport. So he's always kind of had an issue. I don't want to quote him, but I think that's what I see. I see something, I see the tweet talking about that. And I was just saying some of the stuff that he's saying is true. Mm, interesting. But he was there saying that they're not qualified enough to speak on a man's game. He said women should not speak on the man's game. That's what he was saying, no? Yeah, I wasn't. I don't, I don't know about you that part. You tune up for it. that part. Yeah, I tune out about that part. I don't care what you're saying. But I hear where he's, I don't know where he's coming from, but I don't know. If 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 you're... um, Are you representing Filthy right now? Filthy Feathers? Because you're commentators. No, of course not. Good. Of course not. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just think the best people should have the job, innit? I don't want to do no tokenism. If you so you, you, you... You agree that if the best person is a woman, then she should have the job. Yeah. Uh, cool. Because I don't think that that's what he started off as saying. I know he was trying to say that, or I believe he was trying to say that um, there's no best person that looks like a woman. But they've placed or shoehorned these women in to tick boxes. Is that the verse that he went with? Didn't he big up... Um... Didn't he say this? There must be. He must have said there's some. There's some. There's some good female pundits out there. Is that what he was saying? He was praising good female pundits. Was he was just saying that they should be educated and what or what not? Didn't he? Didn't he make any reference to any ones that he thought was good at all? I'm asking you. I'm not. I'm not this, saying. Uh, to be honest, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he did. Um, there was a clip that came out from a manager. I don't know who she was. She spoke very, very well on the to- on the topic, and then. In response to that, he was like, yeah, 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 I've met her a few times. She knows what she's talking about. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's the woman called? There's a woman that's quite good. And he was saying, like, if she was going to be a, a men's coach, he wouldn't have no problem with that if she took a, a head coach in a men's team because she's good. What's her name? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. This is, this is your field of expertise, no? I don't watch England. I don't watch football. I don't know these people, blood. I don't know, I don't know them, these guys. I'm sorry. The only ones I know is um, Laura Wood and um, Gabby Logan. Alex Scott, um, 
They're the only three that I like, actually. I think Laura Wood's cool. I like Gabby Logan. I like Alex Scott. I like the light skin thing from CBS. She knows what with um with Jamie and, and Henri and all them. It's nice, right? Yeah. That but she knows she knows her football as well. Yeah. The little Asian girl that used to come on um a Sunday supplement. She's a journalist. I can't remember her name. She's cool. Some of them are alright. I must be stupid because each time I've seen a woman with the mic in front of her mouth and she's been stood next to a man, sometimes she's even sounded better than a man. Sometimes, but some of them are meaty. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't got a clue. I don't watch too much. So you only know when sometimes they sound better. So you only know the good ones, but you haven't seen none that's meaty. No, because to me, commentary for me, I'm normally watching it where it's not even English. <laughs> it's not even English commentary. So when it now comes to the highlights and whatnot, it's just brief little... Mm. I should have put Joey Barton down there anyway because they was... Them man, they, didn't they kill that you? They're racist, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I swear he done a little but clip. But this was the start he of his rollout. He done a little mm-hmm. clip talking about, oh, it was, it was just a little... Scrap. It was just a little scrap. Yeah, yeah. Scrap. This was yeah. the start of his rollout, though. And he piggybacked off of that and he said, all right, cool, let me be misogynist, let me be sexist. And everyone's like... Argh. Yeah, I think he's doing the Geppetto thing. If you can't see that, and this then is he literally said, a rollout. Hey, I can't be racist because ask for your food and then ask either right. Yeah, that <laughs> 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 He dropped their names in it. Yeah, he's a fucking idiot. Oh, he's not. Huh? What? He's a fucking idiot. I was trying to get you to say that from the very beginning. And I wanted to tag him. You can tag him. Like, like, oh, you wanted to go crazy. You to I go tagged off. people. Like, Give him some weight. He could very much be done at it, you know, instead of just a little scrap, bro. One of them brought out an axe, bro. You can't... In what world... This man must really think he's a Viking. In what world <laughs> can people be using axes you're talking about as a little scrap? Like, what? My mind Lives would being gone. lost in that. You know, my mind would be gone if it is I hear that my brother was killed with an axe. You know, my mind would be gone. There's no level of um, take some time and think about it. I'll get vexed the amount of time I am still not doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. An axe. Ha. Yeah, he's just taking a piss. Ooh. He's just trying to get clicks and do that rollout. He got no care about rubbing people the wrong way. He just wants eyes on him and clicks on him. Because, yeah, it's definitely, there's definitely like a bit of disdain there for him. Like when he's, when he's just going off, I just don't even want to see him talking shit. He should really be done here. To be totally honest with you, he should be the right candidate for Dana, Joey Barton, all this fucking woofing that he's doing. Like I'm saying, just on a rollout, on a PR thing. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. I changed my mind. The homeless man, the homeless man went through it. He didn't deserve that either. But you blame the Conservative government, which is but right. I, I blame, right, yeah. blame E Man right and, conser- <laughs> and the Conservatives. <laughs> yeah. Joey Barton would be a better candidate for Dana, mm. you know? Like, just causing all this trouble, just chatting all this shit. And then, like you're saying, it's moving like, no one ain't safe. He's going for everyone. And then the cheek man said, I ain't racist. I got black friends and try at them. I don't even know if that man even like him like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I see any of them man that replied to the tweet or interact with it. Who was it? Rio, Ian Wright. Um, fuck. I can't think. Would Anton have been in it? He was with Rio and, and, and them man at, um, at QPR, innit? All right. That's what I so They played with him. They would know. They would know. But his history is history. He's done what he's done. You get me? Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Same on my man. Joey Barton's done it here, man. Scrap, you know. It's a little scrap, innit? Piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck Joey Barton. Take that. Yeah, you've done it here, man. Let's get to our outro.
well, we've come, oh my God, I'm late. We've come to an end of another great show. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Thanks for our callers and everybody that got involved in the chat. Shouts out to Brent's AI for keeping um, the polls going. We're going to give away two tickets to the um, No Behaviour show on the 16th this weekend. We just need to work that out as the AI came back with anything. So the AI sent a message saying that they're participating in the live with the live on mute. <laughs> so they apologise. They didn't hear shit. We go again tomorrow. Tomorrow we go again. <laughs> Same time, same place we'll be here, man. Thank you for taking part. Make sure you like the video on your way out. Make sure you share it and all that kind of good stuff because we need it for the algorithms. Anything else you want to know, Brent? Nah, not, not yet. All right, cool, man. We'll see you in the morning, man. Peace. Peace. Peace.